Hello, Dreadcast fans. This is Tom here. I just want to say before you dive into this, what's pretty much a two-hour rant on Halloween Ends, that upon watching it again and really thinking over a lot of the points that we discussed in this review uh, discussion about Halloween Ends, I, I've come to change my mind on quite a lot of the points, and I do not believe the film is as bad as I personally originally thought or as people are making out. Um, I don't think it's the strongest Halloween but the main story, shall we say, story arc regarding Corey and evil, I have greatly changed my opinion on. And I think in the coming weeks, coming week hopefully, very soon, myself and possibly T, if he feels the same, we might just do an extra video, and I, I kind of just want to explain my, my thoughts and opinions on why I think Halloween Ends isn't as bad as people are making out to be. It isn't as bad as I personally made it out to be, and I think it deserves a tiny bit more credit than it's getting. So, just want to lay that out before you you start listening to this, and you're like, why, why are these guys dogging on this film? Why are, they, why are they shitting all over it? It's not that bad. I'm aware, okay? Just want to say... I've had time to process it, I've had time to think, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that soon. But if you still want to listen to this, thank you very much for listening, and um, hope you enjoy it. Just bear that in mind. Okay, now, time to enjoy Halloween Ends, The Dreadcast. I forgot what episode number it was. Yes, yes, this, yes, one hell of a preface to this podcast, one hell of a hmm. preface. The, the, I've seen a lot of people on the Twitter, the social medias, yeah. because of the algorithm, like my, my feed is now filled with people you might like to follow, and it's all like Halloween yeah. fan number one, seven, to, saying how amazing this film was, it's just the best one ever, and I, I can't take these people seriously, because no. my own opinion and your own opinion straight up we did not enjoy this film no you're about to get a long rant as to why so yes we had to get well, that out the way because if you really like the film and you don't want to hear about one and a half two hours of two guys two pointless guys on the internet ranting about it you might not want to listen to this it's not i mean that's not to say there weren't some good bits i mean there were some bits in it that i i thought were interesting okay uh, okay they, I thought they were different. I thought, oh, okay, that they tried something different there. Yeah, well, they not tried. tried something different. They tried. They, <laughs> they tr yeah, they tried. Uh, at least they, when we get to it later, I was like, okay, at least they didn't just carbon copy that. Mm -hmm, they went, mm -hmm, okay, well, this mm -hmm. is different, so do that differently. And I was like, okay, that's... Oh, I, I give them props for that. But on the whole, uh... uh yeah. <sighs> anyway... This is the Dreadcast. Anyway. Welcome back to the Dreadcast. Yes. This is episode Hello. 24. Ooh. And this is... I mean, we, we've been waiting to do this for a long time, even though the film's not only just come out. Well, I feel like we've both yeah. been waiting. Like this, We knew this would we've be a good episode. We've been waiting a year for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do Halloween Ends, because thank God it's mm -hmm. ended. Um, my name is Tom. Yeah. This is... My name's T. 
without a beard because yeah i can't yeah for the 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 um video viewers um yeah sorry about that i'm sorry i'm sorry as well that he hasn't got a beard anymore Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry that this is scarier than the film itself I had an accident with the electric shaver. Uh, it will be back by the next episode. It will be nice and full. Everything. Big Don't accident. Worry. It probably will. Yeah. It'll it will be, be like when Homer, when Homer shaves and it's the, the beard's gone there. It just comes back. It fades yeah. back. I'm, I'm fully expecting to wake up in the morning with a full beard. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> just like a caveman, just bushy, bushy beard. <laughs> yeah. So if you yeah. listen to the first two minutes, you, you understand we don't like the film. I'm sure we have plenty of notes to go through. Yeah, <laughs> plenty yes, of notes to go through. But just, just for again, before we get into that, you can find this podcast. <laughs> listen to yeah. if you don't want to listen to this one, go listen to other other episodes where yes. we've done them. A, a like the last of one, other films, like the last one, which was like great. Terrify. Mm, because Terrify Two is coming out soon, so you might want to Ooh. listen to that one and then go watch Terrify Two. Yes. So you can find the Dreadcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon slash Audible, and YouTube just by searching Dreadcast. Exactly. And our social social medias. You can find me at the Dreadcast on TikTok at the Dreadcast. And Instagram. You can find my the Dreadcast. That was it. That was the one. It's one of those. Or you can find us on Google as well. The Dreadcast Podcast at gmail.com. Barely, no one sends us emails. Be the first one. Just send us an email. Just say hi. One day. Just so we can be like, we had one email. Yes. It, it's fine. It's fine. It, one day. It's there. One day. It's, it's there. there. It's, it's there if you want to use it. People do. It's fine. It's fine. But do send stuff. Anything. Just sign it up to spam if you want. Yeah, that's Just fine. Just sign it up to spam. It's fine. Like anything. Any newsletters. We'll take newsletters here. We will. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Just, it's begging now. Just send us something. Anything. So, before we get into it, I mentioned earlier, yes. let's, let's we sort of stagger this podcast a bit, this episode. Yeah. Did you mention a while back that you hadn't seen the whole franchise? You hadn't seen every single Halloween film no. franchise? What, what did so you see? I, so, I've seen, I've seen Halloween, 1978, obviously. That's good. It's a good start. It's a good start. A good start. I believe I've seen Halloween 2, because that was with Dr. Loomis. He came back, didn't he? Well, yeah, he was in one, two, and four, and five, and partly six. But yeah. So I've seen Halloween two, haven't seen uh, three, but obviously it's not a Halloween film. So I've seen clips from like four, five onwards on YouTube, yep. mainly how Michael kills people. Yeah. Uh, but then in its entirety, then I would have seen Halloween two K eighteen, kills and ends. So I've seen five, five full films in this not- franchise. H2O or Resurrection? No, because I... When did they come out? They were 2000, weren't they? Early 2000s, yeah. No, I don't think I watched those. Oh, sorry, not early 2000s. Uh, no, it was later than 2098, oh, 20 years after, I believe. Uh, I'm get, I, I should have had the dates up. I'm getting the dates, <laughs> exact dates up. I should know this off by heart since we're talking about Halloween. I'm going to keep talking I mean, while I look it up. going to keep talking. I've read gonna... about the Halloween film, so I know well, that's it. I know what happens in the films. Yeah. So that's okay. I know what happens in uh, Halloween H... No, is it Resurrection? H2O is 98, was... Resurrection is 2002, which is straight after H2O. Resurrection was the last film for Laurie, wasn't it? Of that timeline, yeah. Of that timeline, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I know I know what happens in certain films, yeah. She has three timelines. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then you say you've seen the Rob Zombie ones? Oh, yes. Yeah, I've mm. seen the Rob Zombie Halloween. Uh, well, I got about half an hour into it. Then I stopped because I was kind of like... Yeah. First one's okay. Enjoy... That was that Halloween... Rob Zombie's Halloween was the old one where he spoke, wasn't it? Or he, he talked for a bit. Yeah, as a kid, it's, it's about yeah, it's about him growing up in like the asylum. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That, the second I think one I stopped. Is not good. No, I did, I haven't seen that one. And I think I stopped part way through the first Halloween because I was like, he's talking. Why is he talking? This is weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird, especially when you're so used to what he should be. But I guess it's yeah. it's a completely different universe. It's Rob Zombie's interpretation yeah. of it. It That's is what fair. it is. It's not for everyone. I enjoyed the first one. The second one is not. I would not recommend the second one. I'll have to I'll have to go through the franchise and mm. like catch up on my Halloween films because I think it is the only I think it's the only horror franchise that I've not actually seen every film in. So it's, I probably it, have to catch up on them. It's very But then it it's like what it's you, you mentioned thing. the sequelitis it suffers like every like thing you every every franchise suffers from sequelitis yeah. like the Hellraiser one, Hellraiser franchise, the Friday the 13th franchise, they do get predominantly worse. Yeah. Four and five, I have a special love for, uh, just because, ha, 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 little segue kind of, little connection. Four mm. and five introduce a new character, but <laughs> the new character does not replace your main character who's currently in the film uh, or your main villain who's in the film. Like said, Corey does. Film. You know, Jamie <laughs> in four and five replaces, I guess, the main female heroine lead. Because oh, uh, Laurie's during, not in it. She was doing the Rose of Thorn, the Cult of Thorn stuff, wasn't she? Uh, she no, that's no. Cult of Thorn is part six, which w includes Paul Rudd. So. She, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, because he was supposed to be, he was supposed to come back as Tommy in Kill Us, yes. but he couldn't do it. Yeah, which would have been yes, great. That was would have been great mm. if he was. Yeah, Jamie, um, Jamie was the cousin, wasn't she? She was his she cousin. Is, yeah, uh, she, uh, yeah, she is. The, um, the niece, niece. That was she's it. The she's the psychic one. The that's the one. She's the psychic one. Psychic? No, which one? Had, no, she's not. Psychic. I swear, one of them. I swear, one of them had like telepathy or something weird. There was uh, in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. There was a the, the final girl. I can't remember her name. Had uh, telepathy. Telepathy. She could control Jason with her I'm powers. My franchise is confused. Anyway, I think that's probably what it is. Anyway, you see, you see about half of the franchise. You got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah. This timeline. This timeline that, do you, oh, did you, uh, folks? Um, I did draw up a Halloween franchise timeline. It's on yes. Twitter. You can see it uh, Twitter below. This timeline mm -hmm. that we've finished now: Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. 2018, I enjoyed. It was good. I really liked it. I thought it was a great sequel because it was here's Michael. He's been locked up in uh, a. Mental hospital? It's not a mental hospital. I don't know where they put him. They put it's him in an asylum. asylum. They locked yeah. him away. And for 40 years, I think it was 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. 40, yeah. It was, he's not said a word. He's not done anything. Mm. He's, that's it. He's fine. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is a good time. It's like, okay, he's he's gotten out. And it's like, right, let's head back and, you know, have the clash. It, uh, yeah. It's unfortunate again that they chose to completely retcon the whole timeline and start the new timeline. Like, so it completely retcons two, four, five, six, yeah. and it's straight after one. But it, it, whatever. I did, I did notice something that was quite. It really, it slightly wound me up because it was mainly 
to do with the writing of this, mm. where they they made a slight error in their writing. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit in it which they reference the events of Halloween 2018. Mm. And it's when one of the characters, it's, we'll get to this in a moment because this is one of the things that bugged me, um, says, oh, it's it's all Laurie's fault for all the events that happened 2K18 yep. onwards. This bugged goes, me as well. If it wasn't for you provoking him, he yep. wouldn't have come back. And I sat there going, yeah, but it wasn't her. It was the journalist. She had nothing to do with it. I was trying to think throughout the whole film, where was this provocation? Yeah, well, even in even in even even in the original, there, there was none of that because Michael no. was she was babysitting. Michael was doing his thing, killing, and then yeah. went for Laurie. Like the, I, I couldn't think where this provocation exactly. came from of Laurie going, like, "Don't get me, motherfucker." Yeah, I, I, and I sat there going, "If it if it hadn't been for the journalists going to the asylum, shoving mm. his mask in his face, going, you know, is this you? You know, are you are you evil?" He would have probably been stared, still there, staring at his feet going, oh, okay. Yeah. What I do? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, it felt to me that they'd ignored. And there's another bit which I felt that they ignored, but I'll get onto that in the, the full-on, mm. when I un- unleash my vial on this film. But it, it felt like they ignored the events of the last two films because they were like, okay, we're, we've got like 20 minutes to cram in all of this stuff mm. because we've made an entirely different story pump it full of stuff and they ignored what they'd written beforehand yeah yeah it, it also it, yeah like you said pump it full of stuff it felt like a director david gordon green he had the story for maybe one or two films in and then yeah. they were like no no we're going free blumhouse were like we're going free films like, okay we don't have the story for that so let's see what we can do about this effectively what you could what they could have done is done halloween 2018 and they could have jumped to Halloween ends. Mm. Or even that, not even Halloween. They could have literally cut the the end part of Halloween ends. Mm. And you have it so it's like, oh, Michael escaped. I can't, remember, I can't remember how Halloween 2018 ends. He disappears somewhere. And he gets away from them. And then he's, you know, he's badly injured. My, no, Michael is left in the burning, in Laurie's burning house. Yeah. Oh, that could in, be. So he could be got out of there. And it's like, right, he's gotten out, he's coming for her, and then, they, like the end of Halloween ends, she, you know, does what she does and mm. how it ends. And it could have been that, it could have been, right, you watch Halloween, and then you watch Halloween 2018. Little two-part storyline, done. Yep, yeah, that, that that works. I mean, I mean, like I said, I, I've got a whole rewritten, not script, but story for ends, which we'll go through in a bit. I, did. Um, I called which... mine the story of Corey, because, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's an unfortunate uh, tale um, of how this this franchise has come. Well, this this timeline of the franchise has come to an end. Um, as we as we noted earlier, that yeah, there are a lot of people that enjoyed this film. Great, yeah, that's fine. We didn't. Cool. There's also the people that really enjoyed it are really. I've noticed are really trying to hammer home that you don't understand. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. It's like, okay, I understand. The thing with Michael is that he's not like other slashers. He, no, John, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, they they made he, he they made Michael Myers meant meant to look like the personification of evil and fear. That's why he was like yeah. unstoppable. He had no motivation in one. He was pretty much unstoppable. He was he was just a killing machine. 
didn't yeah. speak, didn't have a character really. He was just fear and evil walking and killing. And then they fucked that up in number two onwards by making him a family man. You know, and, and yeah. It was kind of was supernatural to begin with. They just didn't show many supernatural sides. He was just meant to be fear and evil, which is kind of what they tried to do with ends. You know, there was that little bit of supernatural yeah. implemented really badly. Which yeah, we'll get to it, when that happens. They, yeah, they build it up. They built it up in kills right at the end. Yes, and I, I, it, it slightly it got on my nerves a bit because when they were they announced it in this trilogy, mm. it was oh right. So Michael Myers is human in uh, nineteen seventy eight, and he's human in this. It's like mm. oh yeah, cool, right? He's just you know it's like we said he's just he's very resilient. He's like a bit like a bulldog. Mm. You know, it's just constantly going forward. Yeah. And then at the end of Halloween Kills, it was like, okay, he's not really human, is he? Is he a bit more yeah. supernatural? It's like, all right, you're going away from that. And then in Halloween Ends, you're like, okay, he's he's definitely supernatural. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he's not. Oh, he's not. Okay. We're in Friday the 13th part <sighs> six territory now where Jason yeah. is undead. And Michael now yeah. is... I mean, that that's for, like, yeah, it was Halloween Kills, the ending was pretty piss poor where he yeah. literally became supernatural in that he you know, kills that group that surrounded him that completely beat him down and he just wipes them out. If yeah. that had carried on at the beginning of Halloween Ends, great. But they took an hour to get to that point. <laughs> I know, they really did. Which again, we'll yeah. get to. <sighs> so. Um, well, that's it. Before we get to that, why don't, we, yeah, yeah, why don't we cover what we liked about this film? Because Fine. I think if we, if we just go on about what we didn't like which to be mm. fair there's a lot of yeah. it yeah yeah yeah. i think yeah. we'll just get away from ourselves there were some bits in this that i thought were were actually kind of like oh that's that's really quite cool it was mainly how oh do i want to give away the, the plot the premise so basically well, we're gonna go through the plot we're gonna go through the plot i've got so the plot we'll go here anyway i liked how certain kills in this were different they were a lot more they were a lot more brutal than this not but michael's kills in this slight spoilers here mm. were you know Michael oh this kills, is gonna be very, full of spoilers it's very simplistic so he finds a victim mm. kills the victim he moves on mm. it's very simple it's mm -hmm. you know it's that's all he does mm -hmm. the second killer in this film was way more brutal and i really liked it i thought okay they've not he's not just doing what michael does to him it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna do you in but you will suffer so much before you die. Mm. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like that you didn't just go, right, well, he's pretending to be Michael. Just make him kill like Michael. Instead, they were like, no, no, I'll tell you what. Uh, that's the douchebag that he picks on. Um, let's blow torch his mouth. All right. It's like, yeah, okay, well done, well done. Yeah. I like that. They're creative, but I also felt... God, I'm taking it back to the negative now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I felt... we're, we're going to flip-flop between them. I like some of those kills. Uh, say, for instance, the DJ who gets his tongue cut. Oh, off. yeah. It, it was gruesome, one. but it felt put in place. It felt put there because we need to let's just come up. Let's, no, let's just come up with a gruesome kill for the sake of it. It, it didn't have any, it didn't feel like it had a meaning to it. Uh, Why, okay. Like he could have cut off his ears or he could have done anything. He just went for the tongue. The tongue. It yeah, is I DJ. I that. don't know. It had no relevance to being a DJ. It was just maybe, maybe because he, he runs his mouth. Maybe because the DJ runs his mouth. It's to do with yeah, that. But that. I don't know. I, I feel like it just, it was a case of that. We've come up with a crazy idea for a kill. Put that in there for 
for it, um fear factor think, for gore effects yeah i think that they they got creative with the second killers ones mm. i mean I, I i thought they were good i really liked them i must admit the uh who was it there's not the the group of the group of teenagers that pick on cory in this film oh i hate them so it was much. it was the cur it's the curly haired girl yeah. Who show you know who shows sympathy towards Corey. She never she never really picks on him. She's always like, Are you okay? She's always trying to see if he's alright. Yeah. I was surprised at that one. I was kinda of like, Well, I mean, she's always checked to see if you're right. She's always, you know, being nice to you and like, I don't really know why you killed her. But alright. Fair enough. That'll be down to the him quote unquote absorbing the personification of evil where there uh, is no sympathy yeah, to whether or not you're a douchebag or a nice person. You know, Michael in the other films doesn't hesitate. He will just kill. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't it matter if you're a good or bad person. Um, and that's that's where the supernatural, that's I guess, element. aspect element came into it. Where our second killer, which we'll get onto in a minute, yeah, just kills, just, oh, okay. just kills. Yeah. You know, I suppose. Yeah, if you're if you're then going right, I'm going to be the next Michael. Hmm. You would think I yeah, you would affect to think I have to be like Michael. Yeah, yeah, always moving. Well, it's like the saying, you know, he's always moving. He's always moving forward. Mm. He doesn't look back. So yeah, that's a good point, actually. Oh, and yeah. also, the second killer is is dealing with a ton of hatred. Oh yeah, he's trying to balance a ton of hatred and depression, and just now this supernatural evil all at once. Stir that in a pot, and you get quite a um, quite a, a good cocktail of uh, yeah, yeah, mental mental anguish there. Yes, that's, to be fair, that's another thing that bugs that oh, it's going negative again it's nothing yeah, it's bugs. gonna happen it's, it's gonna happen <laughs> it's another thing that it's another case of uh ignoring what they wrote beforehand mm. so well I tell you, I'll, I'll go to the start of the film here so the, well, i thought the opening to this film was really good actually do you want to run through the film i've got the plot i got the wikipedia plot here i'm gonna read through it and stop okay. and we'll talk about that if you want yeah okay fair enough so halloween ends folks if you I mean, you've already at this point. You don't. If care. you have, if, if you, you want to see it, go watch it, then come back. Well, we already said we're going to rant on it. So if you're at this point, then you definitely don't you care about spoilers. Don't. So no, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so on Halloween night, 2019, Corey Cunningham, awful name, really didn't like that name. But but do you know what it's referencing? Sean Cunningham. No, it's oh, referencing Arnie Cunningham from John Carpenter's Christine. Who in I that didn't... film gets obsessed with and corrupted by a malevolent supernatural force? That is where Cunningham comes from. It's a reference to another John Carpenter film. Okay, which that's fine. Is, that's fine. As, that's fine. As you explain the plot, we will jump to another John Carpenter film in a second. I'm sure. What they're watching? On oh the TV. yes, yes. Sorry, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Probably the scariest thing of the film. Um, <laughs> so Corey Cunningham, uh, John Carpenter's uh, input. Uh, it's babysitting the young spoiled boy named Jeremy. Yeah. He's really annoying, this young boy. He is. Uh, he pulls a prank on Corey by locking him inside the attic. Of this, this this house is massive that he's babysitting. Now, the, the timeline for this is, yes, this is one year after the events of Halloween 2018, and Michael Myers is still on the loose. So Yes, we don't know where he is. No. The prank he plays is the little kid disappears, uh, Corey goes to look for him. He finds the back door open, so of course it's immediately like, uh, okay, yep. why is the door open? The knife from the kitchen's gone, which even adds to the more. So all of these things are building up in Corey's mind to, oh crap, he's here. 
It's very then classic slasher tension. Yeah. Because the kid then starts screaming and it's like, oh my God, the knife's at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. It, it, Myers is in the house. This is it. Yeah. 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 I, yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. At the beginning. Come on, keep going. Um, well, the film you were referring to, uh, while he's babysitting yes. Jeremy, uh, they're watching The Thing. And Which the little, they were doing the, in the original. Yes. And the little kid is unfazed by The Thing. He's just, he's trying to be cool. <laughs> He's unfazed like whatsoever. See, I liked Cor- I liked the. I liked this. I too. I I liked the start of this film. I liked it. I thought it was. I, did. I thought it was going to lead somewhere else. It, obviously, it doesn't. But they well. It would lead somewhere else if they'd written a different movie. Well, yes. Yeah. Which, which I'll get onto a little bit later. The, my thought of what they could have made this film out of, hmm. uh, and I thought it was great how that Corey's like, "Oh, do you want to watch something else?" Like, "No, no, it's fine." He's like, "Yeah, you're, you're probably fine." Like the head from the thing starts pulling off. He's like, "Nope, nope, you're not watching this. No, no, no." It's like, "Oh, yeah. good babysitter there." Yeah, but he, he is—he sort of takes the shit from Jeremy as well. He gives it back though, because to be fair, yeah, he does. Bit. He does. Jeremy does turn around and say, "You're a rubbish babysitter." And he goes, "That's fine. I'm not a babysitter." That's like, true. Mm, he's got a point. But Jeremy also points out that babysitters get is the one that gets killed, not the babies yeah. themselves, not the kids. Which kind Maybe of seems to stick in his mind as to when Jeremy's playing this prank on him, he, you know, he's, a... he's, he's starting to panic a bit. Like, what's going on? Is the door, you said the door's open. Is, is someone actually yeah. here? And he gets locked inside the attic by Jeremy. And Jeremy's <sighs> laughing. Ha, ha, ha. And Corey starts really panicking in the attic. And yep. he's bashing the door, bashing the door. And we're cutting back and forth between Jeremy's parents coming back this from their like party a... that they've gone out yeah. to. Because this is a third, like a third oh, floor mansion house. This thing's a big house. Yeah. And outside the door, uh, the attic door is uh, the banister, which okay. literally way open down and you fall down to the, your death, which Jeremy does because Corey kicks the door open, which kicks Jeremy f- flying over the banister, lands yeah. head first, like like he's doing a handstand, head first, breaks his neck and he's he dead does, in front yeah. of his parents. I laugh my ass off at this point. I... I jumped. I must admit, I jumped uh, to this because I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't expecting to see Jeremy's. You know, going. Um, so I did jump a bit. I I thought it was hilarious because I just. Oh yeah, I didn't expect it to come, but I don't Ooh. know. Maybe maybe my reaction was so out of left field. Maybe I shouldn't have laughed, but I, did, I found it hilarious. Oh, take <laughs> this that, Jeremy! Stupid little kid and bad babysitting. I I sat there when I watched this, especially when it, we, we next find Corey, who's obviously he's the town hates the man. They mm. they he got he got I mean, he wasn't found guilty. It was obviously deemed right. It was an accident. You know, he cleared was, of the manslaughter. Kid a, the kid played a prank. It was, you know, it went too far. He shouldn't have. And you know, tragedy struck, blah 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 blah. They let Corey go, but the town hates him for it. The town hates him. Yeah, which is one of the things that bugged me about this writing again. And yeah, I sat time. there and I went, well, the thing is, if you, if we lived in Haddonfield, if Haddonfield was real and this was happening in our world, and you were looking after a kid, a one year after the events of uh, a mass, you know, uh, killing spree, yeah, the man who did it was still out there. You had no idea who it was, and you had a kid that locked you in an attic saying the boogeyman is in there he's going to get you you would freak out yeah it would be Um, it's such a big deal to that town yeah and you don't know where he is 
everyone should be on edge. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. You'd be, you'd, you'd be so, you'd, yeah, you'd be biting your nails and things. Yeah. I, I would have moved out of the town, to be fair. Which I did think was interesting for certain characters later on. They goes, oh, we should probably leave. It's like, yeah. Well done, well done. Finally, just... yeah. Finally. But, so this is the bit, so, this is the bit that I did bug me. So obviously, it skips to four years down the line. Is it four years down the line? Uh, three years no, later. Three years later. Yeah. So it's been four In years since Haddonfield, yep. since, since Michael came back, uh, escaped, yada, yada, yada. And what I didn't like, what I found was really annoying was that Corey is the boogeyman of mm. the town. Like he's the the town everywhere he goes, they look at him and goes, That's the boogeyman. He's the kid he's the guy that killed that mm. kid. Mm. He's the evil thing. And I sat there going, I'm sorry, just put a pin in this because you're the town that three years ago no, four years ago, sorry, mm. almost pretty much lynched a man, an innocent man, because of your because you went it's him. It's clearly him. The evil dies tonight saga. Yes. The evil dies the tonight saga, where they yeah. lynched an innocent man. Yeah. And I was like, none of you should be able to pass judgment on this kid, no. because it was an accident. Whereas you went out of your way to to honestly. I mean, I don't know how they got that bloke confused with Michael Myers, considering Michael <laughs> Myers is six foot five, and this dude was like was short. I mean, I'm five foot six, and this dude was shorter than me. So you know. Um, like, and it was just one of those things. I'm like, they, surely they would have no, known that in their last film, they did that. Yeah. But I guess it's part of I think what they were trying to do with this film. It's it like just the most didn't... judgmental town ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's like I was saying back with um, with Laurie. It's like they sat there going, "It's your fault." And it's like, well, it wasn't. It was those journalists' fault. It's actually their fault. So you know, I don't yes. know why they're blaming Laurie for this. Yeah, the the bit about her, it's her fault. Uh, the I was actually quite surprised to see. Uh, we'll get to in a bit more with that um, later on the the plot, but the character that comes back from kills and what yeah. I assume is her sister blaming her. I I thought she was dead, and just they're just blaming what? Laurie that this is her fault. This is her fault. Yeah, it's like uh, anyway. Moving on. Yeah, where are we now at the film? Uh, so three years later, uh, aftermath of 2018's uh, killing spree, Michael's vanished, which we said. Uh, Laurie is writing a memoir. Because that's is, what you yes. do about traumatic events like that. You write a memoir. I have uh, the name of it here. Her her memoir is Stalkers, Saviors, and Saw When. Do you know what Saw When stands for? Uh, firstly, was the title on there? Mm, yeah, she or well, oh, she I says the title that. out loud. Yeah. Saw so, When. No. Yeah. So Saw When is the Celtic festival, which eventually became known as the Halloween holiday. Is... Oh, apparently it's also mentioned in Halloween 2. Oh. Would that be... Because um, I remember before uh, Pumpkins uh, slash jack o -lanterns, they used to use cabbages, I think. Uh, I think they, yeah, they used a I different vegetable. So. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll get to that. I did like the uh, pumpkin thing at the start. I thought that was great. I liked that. That was in the opening that credits. Was cool. That was really cool. In fact, let's just then, side note for the opening yeah, credits. Of because the... I did like I did actually like the homage to Halloween three with the font. Yes. They changed yes, it yes. to be the same as Season of the Witch's font. But yeah, the pumpkin I, uh, opening crawl was fantastic. It's great. I liked how each pumpkin 
got slowly more and more menacing in its appearance. Yeah. And then the last one is just the pumpkin. Yeah, I was quite I mean, surprised. The guts of a pumpkin are quite gross, but for a second, I thought when the, when the last one split apart, I thought it was like literally entrails, like human guts mm. splitting apart. But it, no, it was pumpkin gruesomeness. Oh, was it? I thought it was yeah. like they were trying to make it brain matter. I might be wrong, but I, I think I saw like oh. a, the little hints of orange in there. I might be wrong. Um, so, yeah, but it's uh, Saw Wen is mentioned uh, throughout the Halloween franchise. Uh, in Halloween 2, Dr. Loomis finds on a black Michael's name on a blackboard, which translates it to Lord of the Dead. Uh, which Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Colonel mm. Cochrane is a Celtic witch. And Halloween 6, it's a central part of... Yeah, the cult. Uh, the cult, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's writing this memoir. Bought a new house with her granddaughter, Alison. Uh, meanwhile... Because yes, obviously Karen is... Karen is dead. It is confirmed she is dead. Uh, oh, Judy Greer, her mum, yeah. She got killed yes. at the end of Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Corey is working in his stepfather's salvage yard. It's like a uh, scrap auto yard shop. with uh, water shop. Yard yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on his way home one day, he is taunted. Now, yeah, this is where we'll stop. On his way home one day from the scrap yard, he is taunted by high school bullies and is injured in the process. This scene oh, yeah. annoyed me so much. Like we in our classic slashes, like your your eighties, ninety slashes, you do get the stereotypical jocks and cheerleaders, you know, the yeah. preppy kids that are annoying douchebags. These kids were just horrible. Spot on. Horrible. But they were seniors in high school and they were part of the band. The marching band. Yeah. I mean Yeah. That's that's throwing mm. my mental stereotypes all out well, of whack. The, <laughs> the the curly haired girl did was wasn't horrible to him she did try to she get was the, to stop yeah the sympathizer in a way um, the sim yeah the curly head girl is the sympathizer to michael she i i thought well, okay at least there's one person trying to stick up for this dude um i'm surprised you jumped it i'm surprised you didn't jump to the fact that literally in the opening bit of us finding out where laurie is she's like i put michael to rest i don't look over my shoulders now i'm happy i'm free i'm like you're his number one target I would I would be looking over my shoulder every second of the day that he's yeah. he's not you can't find him. Yeah, I had actually a note about that. I'm just I'm and I've noticed while reading this plot, there's a lot's missed out. But yeah. I had a note about that the fact that we went from Halloween 2018 and Kills where she is like fucking she's a, like a diehard. She's Ram Rambo yeah. Strode right now, right? She <laughs> proper survivor this. And now she's Basically, Martha, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah. It's, it. it uh, yeah. Um, has she still got it, that edge uh, to her? She's still got that. Um, she's got a bit of an edge. She's still got, to her. Yeah. She's got the grit. The true. Like when it comes to it, she's not mm. afraid to. Like you all think I'm nuts. So, uh, all right. But she can hold her own. Oh yeah. Easily. Just doesn't show and it. She. Anymore. She sympathizes with Corey actually as well. She's one of the only, I would say it's probably Laurie, uh, Laurie, uh, the the police guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, the new guy that apparently arrested Michael back in 1978. Allison and the girl, the curly haired girl. They're Frank probably, Hawkins. Frank Hawkins. They're yep. probably the only sympathizers to Corey and the stepfather mm. in this film. That's mm. it. The rest of the town just hate hate the crap out of him. Side note, stepfather, probably the nicest character in the film. Oh, he's so dude, nice, dude! Like, he would 
do what he can he for Corey. Got... He's yeah. a hard-working, red-blooded American. He doesn't seem to really be in love with his wife, Corey's mum. He's just sort of there. He seems to be quite a... He's quite a... I feel like um, he's a bit depressed. Not, not simple, but he's yeah. like, he's he's happy with his lot. He's he's a content man. He's like, you yeah. know what? I've got a job. I've got I've got a family. I'm I'm good. Yeah, he runs the salvage yard that Corey works at. Yeah. Uh, right. So yeah, these kids. My God, they are just. They suck. They, <laughs> but the it, the escalation is just. It's so sudden. It does. It does ramp up quickly, doesn't it? All, they they want Corey to go in and buy them some beer. Beer. And in a space of about thirty seconds, they're like threatening him. Uh, just to buy because he doesn't yeah. want. Them. And he's he's got a he's got a. Oh, <laughs> the segue for Corey meeting Allison, Laurie's daughter, is the fact he's got uh... some chocolate milk in his hand, and he out of rage he right. Oh, there's the alarm. He <laughs> he smashes it and it cracks into his hand and makes his hand cut. That's it. That's yep. the that's the transition we get. Yeah, it's well. This is after that's after Laurie scares the kids away. Yeah, she happens she gives, to be there as well. She gives him this big old knife and goes right. I'll stab his tires. So that she Corey stabs the tires and then she drives him to the hospital where uh, Allison works and you know stitches up his hand and whatnot. After telling her after telling her not to take crap. From her boss, even though he's just taking crap from a lot of teenagers, it's like mm. okay, if you're going to tell someone to stick up for themselves, you should you probably want to do it yourself. But okay, it's kind of as well at this point. Well, I, before the credits, I I thought Corey's bit was that that was it. His scene was yeah. before the credits, but it's now with this scene, and as we go on, you start to realize no, this guy is now part of our main cast. He's yeah. He's going to be well, featured not, heavily throughout the film. He's not. You could say he's not part of the main cut. He is the main character. Yeah, he is. In this. He is. He's the main. And th this bothered me big time with the film, like the the implementation of a new character, a main new character, at the yeah. end of a trilogy. That yeah. They're, it's, they're, you're I trying mean, to establish this character in the first forty-five minutes because that's pretty much what it is rather than building him up slowly through the, the franchise. I I think what they if they would if they were trying to run with Michael's uh like uh, essence shall we say is that mm. his essence is infecting people mm. which uh is part of the the opening credits so when we obviously after we you know Corey's after the accident with the kid Laurie then says in a little opening bit, oh, Michael's essence is yeah. corrupting the town. So we then see people starting to commit suicide. Yes. We get people that are killing each other. We get people that are doing these horrible things to each other because she says Michael has vanished, mm. but his, his evil is now spreading into the town. Yeah. And I suddenly goes, well, I think, well, if that's what they were going to go for, then rather than have Jeremy's death be an accident, it could have been that Corey got the door open and went, ha, and then pushed him over the banister to show that Michael's evil was corrupting him. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, it certainly does towards the end of the film. Oh, yeah. Is that when Michael, Michael Pennywise is hiding in a sewer somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> there's, always a, there's always a sewer. 
in in horror movies now. I don't know. Pennywise is not that. I don't know. I, the horror movies clearly like sewers. Not after seeing Art the Clown, he's not that scary. <laughs> yeah, no. I suppose that the, the IMDb hasn't put plot holes in it, which one of them is, obviously, like we said, uh, town blaming Laurie for the Michael Myers when it's like, well, it clearly wasn't. Yeah, unless I'm completely missing something there. I just, I, can't, I couldn't think as to the reason for that, as to the, how that it, made sense. Halloween 2018, she even says, you know, she fortified her house. Yeah. And she lives on the outskirts of town. She barely, you know, barely reacts with the town because it's yeah. like she knows he's coming back wouldn't provoking be like big signs going come come fight me michael come on come at me bro like <laughs> sends some letters in the post office ha ha she's like well she knows where he lives and she rings him and he picks up hello hello puts phone down runs up yeah. to his door rings the doorbell runs off that's provoking <laughs> okay he's alec <laughs> That's being a dick and provoking, not hiding just in the turn, woods. Just turns up to visit him with his mask, like, got a pair of scissors. Oh. Yeah. All right, where did we get to? We got to douchebag uh, high school kids at the... Oh, uh, he just shop. told he just told Allison to stick up for herself when he's not prepared to stick up for himself. Oh, in the hospital? There's a cut on the inside of my lip. Oh, oh lovely. Mm. Yes, he gets. He goes to the hospital um, with his his cut on his hand, and this is where the love interest begins between yeah. Allison, who works at the hospital, and Corey. And I, I, I hated the sub uh, plot of Allison's co-worker, who basically her oh, and her, her and her, her and her colleague uh, co-worker, they're trying to get a promotion um, with, like, I guess the doctor they're in theory following, like they're working mm. under. Uh, and, to be the head uh, head charge nurse or something. Yeah, and her co-worker is basically sleeping with the doctor to get the job. Yeah. But the story felt so meaningless. I had zero yeah. interest in this sub-story at all. It's, I mean, it's... It would be, it would be fine if uh, the, the story of Corey and Allison was a different film. It would have been interesting. So I, I'm going to go with. I'm going to tell you my, the way that I think they, the premise that they had was basically, what they should have done was taken the Corey Allison, like love story thing, and made it a separate like drama because, Allison as well is kind of, not vilified but they look at her, they think she's one of the weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Because of obviously her grandmother is Laurie, so they think, well, if her, her grandma's nuts, she must be as well. Yeah. And they they could have made a really cool story about you know these two sort of outcasts that get together and go, you know what, we got to leave this town. Let's, let's, you know, give a finger up to the town. Let's go. Mm. And it would have been a really cool film. Yeah. It felt like a Netflix. The what I wrote that it felt like a Netflix drama for the first forty five minutes. It. Yeah. Because. Uh, you you don't folks you don't see Michael for a good forty five minutes of this film. Now, again, as I mentioned, Michael is is not the epitome. Well, 
he is the epitome of Halloween the franchise because it, it was so so successful. And then Halloween three, they tried the, the point of Halloween was to be an anthology, but yeah. it didn't go anywhere. Uh, it wasn't successful Halloween three, so they went back to Michael, and now Michael is synonymous with the Halloween name. But it's not meant to be. Michael is meant to be the personification of evil and fear. Well, that's but, why they. Yeah, I mean, that's why they call him the shape, isn't it? If you're going to see nowadays a Halloween film, you kind of want to see Michael. To be fair, Michael. I don't care what the what it was meant to be, what it's meant to be, you know. People I don't Michael. care. I want to see Michael. Yeah, and when we, I mean, the thing is, when you find him, when you eventually you find you see Michael, hmm. he's doing some weird Pennywise thing where he's, he's been hiding in a sewer for four months, and this is this is again what I, I mean, I get that they they tried to go right. We're gonna we're gonna do something different with Michael. Mm. You want to do your own thing? I was like, you know, I I was like, okay, right, try it. But it started to bug me when in Halloween Kills, he started posing as victims, and I was like, yes, why are you doing this? Yeah, that's not Michael. That's not Michael. Mm. And then in this one, he's he hides in a sewer for for four years, and I'm like, this is Michael Myers, the ever moving evil on two legs, mm. that has a one track mind. It's like, right, I'm going for Laurie. And yet, for some reason, he goes, actually, um, uh, I'm going to go hide in this sewer for four years. Well, right. I mean, was he in the sewer for four years or has he been moving around? We don't what? know. Like, I thought he was, when you first see him, I thought he was stuck in the wall. I yeah, thought sort of wedged like, the wall had the... caved in and he was yeah. wedged in there. And I was like, oh, okay, is, is he stuck? Um, And then again, he... So Corey at this point in time, well, no, we've skipped a bit of the film here. But he does. He oh yeah, we're back. We're back at the hospital uh, with. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to yeah. We'll we'll come back to back at the hospital. I can't Mm. remember what happens after this because my brain is is already rapidly trying to. Well, this is process this film out of it. (laughs) This is where their their budding relationship of Alison and Corey just hits full throttle, and there's no uh, there's no getting to know each other. There's no dating. It's she has a Halloween party she wants to go to, but she hasn't got a date, so she doesn't want to go now. Which now she suddenly mm. she she basically uses Corey for a date, just yeah, for this Halloween party, much. and this again it felt like a Netflix show. It felt like a Netflix uh, young teen, young adult drama. Uh, that night, mm. that I think it's that same night, they go to yeah, this. All of, this all, all happens of the in events. the same day. Well, th- this this first part anyway. This happens at the day. I it think it's like the it same night. It happens in one night, doesn't it? Uh, well, this does. They Two, you know, maybe they, a couple. It changes. No, it's, it's yeah. It does progress through days, and then it ends with the. Mm. It ends on Halloween night, but yeah. from them meeting on one day, and then they go to the Halloween party the same day. Like this moving, this is moving very fast, very fast. Well, I I think it's implied that she knows him. Uh, it's I think it's when think? she sees him. She does. She does smile when he comes in the door. Well, she probably knows of him. So everyone I, knows I, of him. Yeah. But I think they, I think there's something, I think they've known each other for a while and she may have crushed on him already. Hmm. Um, but it's the thing is, it's she's, again, she's a sympathizer to him. She's able to look past that accident. She can and go, fix right, him. Well, yeah, exactly. She likes, she, she likes fixing broken things. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the amount of stuff that Corey does in this film and says, uh, most normal people are like, ha ha. Yeah, no, there's no date after this. Nope, nope go away. You're not, you're not fixing him. <laughs> no. You're, you, he's, you're he's, not fixing him. 
The man um, is unfixable. Where, when they go to the Halloween party, I actually have my my second kind of laughter, but also the reaction of, oh, come on, come on. Oh, is this is this with the mum? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I just... Oh God, I'm going fucking everywhere with this. There's one <laughs> more thing. Uh, one thing that does happen with this party, we're, we're reintroduced to Lindsay. We're, we're, in, we're introduced to her early on yeah. in the film, Lindsay Wallace. I think her last name's Wallace. Uh, just uh, to clarify, uh, 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 uh. I think it's Lindsay Wallace. It's Lindsay something. Lindsay, uh, who was along with Tommy, one of the original kids that Laurie was babysitting in, in the original film. Mm. She is barely used in this film compared to the way Tommy was yeah. used in the last film. And I can't, I didn't that, mind it. I just would have liked a little bit more because she is an important character. And the thing is, they they brought her back because the fan reaction to her was so overwhelming. They went, let's bring her back. And then I think she's in two scenes. Yeah. One where she's pouring drinks and the second one where she's playing cards and that's it. That's yeah, they're, doing, they're, they're doing tarot cards in Laurie's house. Oh yeah, um, that's right. But yeah, she, she is a, she bartends at this bar slash nightclub club, thing. club, whatever it is where this party's happening. And yeah, the, my reaction was when Corey was having a little bit of a meltdown on the dance floor. He goes to the bar turns around and there is young jeremy's mother from four years ago yeah. sat at the bar just just happens to be right there right next to him are you kidding me come on come on well it, i mean it's funny because literally the next scene is laurie runs into jeremy's dad oh Can yeah, yeah i forgot about that yeah it's like oh, hey, oh no, 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 no 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 uh jeremy's dad is not that's not him you say the supermarket no, no, she runs into no. Laurie runs into the dad at a snooker bar. Yes, later. sorry, sorry. I thought you said supermarket there, snooker bar. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, the supermarket. Who? She meets uh, Frank, the deputy, Frank Hawkins. See, like now, I'm I'm gonna admit that uh, at this point in the film, we're you're probably about half an hour, thirty five minutes deep into this film. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a lot of talking. It's Not drama. Much, nothing ha- Nothing happens. It's just a lot of drama, a lot of talking. Oh, at this point in time, I was looking at my watch and I was like, it's been half an hour. Yeah. Nothing is happening. Yeah. And I kept doing it. I kept looking at my watch every 15 minutes going, when is this film going to get going? Mm. And it, it, it only got going in the last half an hour of the film. And this film, by the way, is almost two hours long. Yes, an it's, hour 41 minutes. It's so. It's actually an hour 51 it's us. Oh, unless it's the might include credits. So no, you're you know right. That. You're right. I was doing bad maths. Yeah. You're right. It is 151. Yeah. So for a good hour and 20 minutes of this film, mm. barely anything is. It's just a lot of filler. It's, it's just. A, it's, yeah. It's just the town talking about how they're. They. It's like. It's basically the whole film is. The the guy's way of saying don't let fear control you. Mm. You got to let it go. And I was like, I, I, I know that. It's like, I want to see Michael. Where's Michael? It's like it's, it's Corey's film. That trailer that I watched promised me some action, which... Uh, I want to talk about the trailer in a minute. Let's finish this um, scene. Let's just finish the scene first, the party the, the party night, because uh, uh, that, we, that, uh, that leads on to the sewer bit. Did you catch who the, stri- the uh, streaker was? The flasher was? Did you catch him? The flasher? Sh- yeah, so there's a there's bit... There's a flasher? Where... 
Well, he might not be a flasher, but he, he opens his coat to Cory and goes, do you see anything you like? Did you recognise that person? I don't even remember this character. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I may have fallen asleep now. at this point. <laughs> so Cory at this point in time bumps into a guy. Yeah. turns around with that funny, weird scarecrow thing. Oh, the mask he gets. Oh. Yes, yeah. He opens his coat and he's got like some, I think he's got like a of knives and things. He goes, oh, do you see anything? He's like one of those like weird old type, you know, those uh, like cartoons. He goes, oh, if you need something, there's like a guy with a weird trench coat. Who yeah, yeah, his jacket, yeah. Maybe stuff. Yeah. So a guy does that and says, oh, do you see anything you like? Did I, I didn't catch him. I've only noticed him when I've looked it up. But did you recognize who it was? No, no. That man was yeah. Nick Castle. The very first Michael Myers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who they also plays in. who also plays the homeless dude. Yeah. Yeah. He appears multiple times in this film. I see mm, now I feel like I've seen him multiple times in this film. Yeah. I think like, he keeps popping as up. As a in background this film. character in the hospital, I feel like I've seen him in the waiting room for the hospital. Maybe I'm I'm now mm. Okay. I think I didn't, he, yeah. he keeps appearing. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was uh that was what's his name? Um yeah, that was Nick Castle. Okay, that, that's... Fair, it, uh, I think this reiterates our point, though, where so much in this film is just not important. You you forget things so quickly after seeing this film because it, it has no relevance at all. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's the Corey film. It's It really is, which then brings Story you back to Corey. what I was saying about when we did the trailer reaction. They were clever not to... As far as I remember, I want to go back and watch it. Not include hardly any any imagery of Corey or any anything with Corey. Or they, did they? They did. It's it's a uh, so the first shot where Michael opens the door, mm-hmm. which wasn't in this film. That's when people went. That's not Michael because he does it. I think he does it with his right hand, and if you look close at it, he's got all fingers. Whereas actually, Michael Apart only has three. His, yeah. I believe you yeah. actually said that. I believe you said it, yeah. I, you don't think that's Michael. Yeah. And that's when people went, that's not Michael because he's mm. missing. He's still got the two fingers. Mm. Mm. <sighs> yeah. So uh, uh, Corey has a, has a, he's got his meltdown at the party. He runs, he runs off. Alison tries to stop him as he's running off. He's walking across this bridge that we see repetitively. It repeatedly. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a, a feature, feature location of the film. And our lovely senior high school marching band kids appear and act as douchey as normal, get into a tussle. And one of the, the main one pushes him off the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, I, I must admit, at that point in time, I was like, he's dead. Oh, okay. That's. Right, would have been good if he was. <laughs> it would have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, props to Curly Head Girl. She was like, oh my God, you've, we've got to go see it. We've got to go check. Yeah. He's all right. And I. I feel like if every time that the curly-haired girl, if she had have stayed with Corey, maybe that would have kept him on a different path. But of course, even the other girl that's with him was like, you've just killed a guy. You've just killed a guy. And of yeah, course... They don't main seem phased at all. Frat boy. Uh, the, the leader of the, the teenagers. Like, yeah, the leader. He, uh, he, he fell. I didn't... The other guy's like, yeah, he, uh, he, he fell. Like in the cup, let's go. <laughs> yeah, they they don't seem fake. They feel like, oh, we'll just we'll just we'll keep our stories straight. We'll be fine. We've just committed murder. Let's drive off. Yeah, yeah, and they're probably what sixteen. Yeah, maybe sixteen. Well, I don't know. 
they must be the 16s were senior or high school. Well, the, the drinking age in the drinking age in America is 21. So if they're in high school, that's I think isn't that the last year of oh, what's yeah, but also they, that's I mean they they were they, when they wanted to buy beer earlier they couldn't they wanted the fake ID which they didn't have and they were asking Corey to buy it for them so they're 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 young they're very young yeah they are so it's secondary education so mm. high school is either way they're it depends, it depends if, if they were senior high school mm. they would be 18, 17, 18. so okay. they would either way they're they're still under the drinking yeah. age yeah they they're yeah. insufferable though they're absolutely insufferable characters they are, they're, they're they have um, enough. At least they didn't to... say you're going to get cancelled. So, you know. <sighs> I forgot about <laughs> that. I forgot about that. Oh, in the yeah. 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, nope. And we're finally now up to the point. 45 minutes in, where we fight, where we meet Michael. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Corey the, gets dragged this... into the the Pennywise sewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the homeless guy. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It gets, and this is, again, this is what slightly bugged me about, again, they changed the character of Michael because he, Corey finds him weird. I don't know what, Michael drags him into the sewer mm. and then wedges himself into a wall. Mm. I don't get it. I don't know why. All right. He, he goes to choke Corey and then they do this weird eye connection flashbacky thing yeah where it's yeah. made to look like michael is looking into his soul mm. sees that he's he's a he's been vilified to make him look like a villain and goes okay i shall let you go yeah what it's got written here is that michael lets him go after sensing the same uh darkness in Corey, which he sees through his like so that's what we were saying earlier about how yeah you've got the supernatural elements from the end of kills but you mm. took nearly an hour to get back to that you had to get yeah. through this drama bullshit first whereas you could have sprinkled it in here back to drama sprinkled it in here back to drama like, just keep remember reminding the, the audience that it's there rather than well they there it's like we said they when laurie was doing her opening talk they hinted at it and then that's it nothing yeah. for the next 40 odd minutes about yeah. anything in fact michael's not even mentioned probably at all during that time no, not not apart from yeah, like you said, when when she's being shouted at that she provoked him. Or oh, that that's it, really. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Although I I don't know why they brought that. I mean, you know, they're they're in the rights to bring back characters, but they brought mm. back the so the lady that so Laurie gets after Laurie leaves the supermarket, which I must admit the the moments between her and Frank were quite sweet. They were quite. I nice. did like that. Yeah, where she meets Frank in the supermarket and they're talking yeah, about. Basically, really what they want to do after Haddonfield, he wants to go yeah. to Japan. He's learning Japanese. He wants her to go with her. Yeah. She's like, "Well, I don't know." Yeah, it was quite. Nice. And she she goes outside, and this lady basically yells at Laurie and says, "Look, you're responsible for my sister." Yeah, losing losing her voice and all these things because it's the, it's the elderly lady from uh, Kills whose husband is stabbed repeatedly by Michael. I must admit, I remember that scene. I'm, I'm, do you, do you remember how she got that. do you remember how she, she got yeah yeah she shanked horribly with a light tube a broken light yeah. tube in the neck i that no and i again i think they did this because they wanted to 
try and portray Laurie as a villain. Yeah. And it was like things you could have just had anyone say that you could you didn't even need the elderly lady you just needed her sister to go it's your fault my sister's dead yeah it didn't need to be remember her remember her huh? do you remember her and, yeah anyway it's just it's just a case of they, <laughs> they i feel like they just didn't check or they didn't want to rewatch their film i went right this is what we've got just go with it mm. we've got to just go with this film do you I can't remember what film it was a couple of episodes ago we were talking about. Um, whatever film it was had some really good setups and then payoffs um, as far as like this might be used in the kill, this might be used in the kill. There, there's a couple of things earlier on I just remembered that as far as we go back to the scrapyard, you see the um, sort of like the conveyor, the, belt, the conveyor belt going into mm -hmm. the hydraulic comp uh, crusher. You also see then Corey using the uh, welding, welding iron. Yeah. So yeah, these yeah. things do come back later on in the film. Um, the bike yeah. doesn't really have. You get Corey gets given a bike by his stepdad. That doesn't yeah. really have any factors. Um, there's a couple of setups and payoffs, but they're very minor, very minor. Yeah. And there's also the one other thing. Um, Corey's mum is a very interesting oh. character. Very badly written character. Yeah, she she seemed to be on full throttle, like on a yeah. ten out of ten, all the time. And I mean, she she's very she's very abusive towards Corey. She's not a good mum. She's very she no. she hits him, she berates him, which again, I mean, you have you do have to feel bad for Corey. You know, the the man is suffering a lot mentally. Oh, you? You know, yeah, completely. The town hates him. He, you know, he has to live with the you know the knowledge that he did unfortunately he did kill a child by accident. Mm. His mum hates him. She. She cannot stand the sight of him. Yeah, he's pretty much got no future in yep. this town. Uh, so yeah, mentally, this poor kid, uh, he gets beaten up regularly. Probably. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time he sees Allison, she's like, "What happened to you?" It's like, "Well, I just got beaten up again." It's, it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. But as, and, as far as the writing with her, um, they're, they're yeah. sat at a dinner table. He's receiving messages from Allison. And the mum, the mum comes out with, who is that you're talking to under the table? Who is it? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Right. No custard dessert for you. Like, yeah. What? It's old. So, what? Why does this matter? Why is this such a, she's a very oddly written character. I just, I just like the fact that, what was it? Oh yeah. It's like, if you don't want to tell me, you don't get custard dessert. Yeah. And the dad, yeah. the stepdad looks at him and goes, I guess you better not tell her about the bike then. It's like, mm, yeah. Yeah, he just it's just a really random quip. You were you sit there going, "Oh, okay." I feel it's the like, what happens that... if he tells her about the bike? Does he not get? Does he not? Oh, get she'd milk? lose it. She'd lose it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the stepdad is probably so beaten up in life by her mentally. Yeah, that he's just. I just want a beer. I just want to make some money and just sit in my chair and watch the game. <laughs> Which he does later. We he find does. him. He, he does. He spends some of his evenings in his auto yard just watching TV. Yeah. Yep. So, where are we up to? Right. Uh, Corey... What have we got here? So, oh, after Corey leaves, he makes his way out of the sewer. He kills the homeless guy who's around oh, that does. area. he does, yes. Yeah. He kills Which him by accident, doesn't he? It's kind of the beginning of him, of the evil taking over him. Yeah. Kind of yeah, the antithesis a... of it. Mm. Which is interesting because 
I do think it's it's it's, it's amusing because he meets her with Alison. They go on this walk. He's saying how sorry he is for being a bit of a dick to her, and immediately now, Laurie introduces the two of them together. Yeah, she says he's a really nice boy. The second he turns up, she's standing behind him, and immediately just changes 108 and goes, "Hmm, there's something weird about this boy. I don't like him anymore." And yeah. it's like, okay. Hmm. She was right. willing to help him and be sympathetic at the beginning. And then all of a sudden, it's no. Yeah, no, you can't date him. Um, there's one other, one other uh, little thing that was oh, yeah. not a sort of setup and payoff, but early on, we are introduced to Allison's ex. He, oh, he pulls her a... over. Yeah, he pulls her over on the, the bridge again. Just basically says, your muffler's broken and trying to he's trying to... Repair bridges. To, yeah, repair. Oh. oh, very good. Very, very good, sir. Yep. And this obviously sends Alison to the scrapyard, which furthers the relationship with Corey. Um, he comes back in a bit, uh, her ex. He comes back because they're at a diner and we meet him. He, they, they have made him up to look exactly like the main cop from the original Halloween. I don't know if this was intentional. He looks like... I've just got his name here. His name was Lee Brackett, the character from the original Halloween, uh, who also reprised his role um, in Halloween Kills. He was the security guard at the hospital. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah very old. Very old. Didn't look the same. But he had the, he had the comb oh. over. He just looked the same. I, I don't know. I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I just, admit, I just, when I just I noticed was... it when I watched it. When he was on the screen, there was that there was a nagging thing in the back of my mind of he looks familiar from somewhere, but I thought it was just because I've seen him in in something else. Mm. He's not know. that important. He's not even in it for that long. Like I said, Corey and Allison no. go on a date. Allison's ex is there, like we just said. They get into a bit of a shouting match because he's pestering them. Corey's getting fed up. But and, and give it to Corey, he stands up for himself at this does. point in time. He does stand up for himself. He also lures. Uh, Doug, the ex, to said sewer where uh... Alison at this point in time has just vanished. No idea where yeah. she's gone. I, I was the getting next... to a point actually with this when he was leading to the sewer. I was like, is Michael going to eat him? Is he luring <laughs> people to this sewer so Michael can eat him and regain his strength? I will feast on your flesh. <laughs> like Pennywise. Yeah. It, uh... See, it's interesting at this point in time because just before they go to this weird uh, it might be afterwards it is afterwards yes because he goes on the walk with Allison and he tells her that he's killed someone and she does not bat an eyelid uh, yes like, it's in someone. his past yeah yeah she's like okay cool yeah. and they go back to the they go back to that they actually go back to the house where the the accident was and Jer uh, not Jeremy Jeremy's dead he definitely doesn't turn up and <laughs> they're just walking around they do some like weird. They do some like changing shots, and it's just unusual because I think later on in the film, they we find out he he sleeps there next to the pool of blood, like the stained floor. Yeah, yeah, where where Jeremy had fell from the attic, uh, yeah. in, onto the ground floor, and that's where yeah he sleeps. <sighs> it's just weird. The the thing but, with him telling her though that I've killed someone surely negates the the idea of her. Um, supposedly, maybe knowing him, knowing of him, she it does would know. Him. That she doesn't. 
Yeah, that would suggest because surely how I can't imagine Hallowfield's a big place. It's a small oh. town. No, she wouldn't because doesn't Alison move away for it? She leaves town for a little bit and then she comes back. I suppose so, yeah, because it if is three I remember years rightly, later, yeah. I think she left because her mum died, so she left for a mm. certain amount of time and she came back to live with her grandma. Well, that would make sense as to why she didn't know that Corey had killed yeah. the kid, yeah. Because everyone everyone in Haddonfield knows Corey, apparently. Everyone knows that I he mean, has killed him. Yeah, Public so that could be one. it, actually. Yeah. yeah. That makes uh, make more sense, then, yeah. So, where are we at to... We're, getting, yeah. we're now getting lured into the sewers. Into the Pennywise sewers. Allison has just vanished. And yeah. some... It's, yeah. So Allison is... I guess he's dropped her off home or something. And so he lures... Copman. I keep forgetting their names. To the sewers. In, actually, into the lair. Yeah. And he starts to... He plays a few games with him. At this point in time, uh, Michael comes out. So Michael yeah. grabs the guy. But it's interesting here because we get to see that Michael is... Is it does show his age now because this young uh, the cop is I mean the the, the, the guy who plays him is a it's a big lad yeah he's a big strong yeah. lad and he easily starts to overpower Michael quite easily until I believe Corey comes along and whacks him on the head with something yeah he 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 restrains uh, Doug the the cop um, Doug that was it Doug the cop and as as it's described here which kind of how I, I imagined it um he he restrains doug and then michael proceeds to kill doug thus mm. bringing back michael's killer instinct because there was a slight moment like you said he's old he sort of staggers back like he, he he's, his killer instinct his evil is not fully charged it's not all there yeah once he gets that first stab into doug it's like i'm back baby <laughs> and is mm. i I did like this scene. I did like this scene because mm. every time he kills, mm. he sort of straightens up a bit. He does it more and more. And then you see him going for this old man. And then you see that shape. Yeah. He, he forward, hooks up and the neck goes <laughs> up and you're like, Oh, Oh, there he is. Yeah. Okay. Which He's is back. Kind of similar to if they had it, um, in the story of Michael f feasts on this flesh and that regenerates him. <laughs> He's mm. feasting on them, I guess, in a way. Um, that was I did like that how he does he start he, you see that and again it's that little supernatural hint it's yeah. okay Michael's killing something and that that killing essence thing fills him back up again to the point where it's okay I'm ready to go again let's go the thing is now this is where this is where I laughed a bit again Corey and Michael team up they're a tag team yeah. they team up also I would note that this is a point in the film where it start it, it starts to feel a bit rushed at yeah. this point because everything now and this is so this film's what an hour and probably just over an, an hour, hour and fifty one right? minutes no we're further than that I think oh. we're about an hour fifteen at this point in time hour oh. twenty because we when I saw it I saw it with the misses and we both agreed that after Michael you know, returns to full strength and Corey's out there. It's, it's like that. Yeah. The kills come thick and fast. Yeah, and his his hatred and Corey's hatred and evil just snaps into full gear. Oh yeah, it it he, sort of just goes. Which is interesting because another whilst we're talking kills, Michael only has three kills in this entire film. 
That's it. Uh, yeah, one of Corey them coming has, up. Corey has the most kills in this film. Mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. actually has the same amount of kills he had in the first Halloween film. Yes, he did three kills in the first one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. So they matched it. So I wrote down here about the next scene about as much as you know, we're used to the the trope of have sex and die in slash films, you know. Oh yeah. That subplot of Allison's co-worker who ends yeah. up at the doctor's house and like you instantly know as soon as the the film cut to them two arriving at the doctor's fancy house, oh they were no, they were about coming. to get wiped out. But again it felt it felt so unneeded. It didn't feel like it it, it delivered nothing I, to the story. I think it was supposed to be designed to to show Corey's uh, what's the word uh, graduation, shall we say? So when Doug is being killed, mm. Corey's got him, and he looks at Mike and says, "Right, show me how to do it. Yeah. Show me how to kill someone." And he, he does. And then when we get to this house, we see Corey. He's killing the doctor, and he is just going. He's yeah. going ham at this guy. He absolutely with his weird scarecrow like masking on, which I thought was quite funny. It's like a weird like kid yeah. scarecrow. Hi. Yeah, it's not a great mask, but I guess it, no. it, should, it doesn't need to be. It's yeah. no, it is what it is. And then that's when we get a nice classic Michael Myers kill. It is a classic the, Michael kill. Yes, it is. The nurse comes in. She sees Corey goes to bolt she goes mm. to get the phone michael comes in just against the wall pins her up against the wall with a knife Head which tilt. is a nice little throwback to uh halloween first one. halloween where he does it and it's like oh yeah michael's back yeah. yeah um and then i don't remember when we next see michael because he vanishes back into his sewer yeah it just this whole scene they're proper tagging up like how did they who, who decided to kill who? Where Corey's like, I'm going to go in first. Michael, you you flank round the side, and we'll mm. we'll get them in a in a pincer position. Like it's it's, it's great <sighs> because Michael doesn't talk, so he he'd just be standing. And mm, mm. did they walk there together? Did they take a cab together? <laughs> did they take a tandem bike together? Like <laughs> <laughs> on the back of Corey's bikes, like you hold. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's that photoshopped image of them. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Of Michael could, on the I back, would... yeah. I would so hope that someone does like a parody of this where they take that scene in particular and it's just them standing on the street and as they go past they're like oh was that michael myers oh what was he doing on the back of that bike oh yeah oh hello he's gone on a date yeah god so this subplot is completely done with now with yeah, it's, it's over it was yeah i i i could i would have been happy with that not being in the film but I'll get to that when I run through how I feel that this film should Again, have been. Again, so, so I'm going to go with my, the, the film that I think they should have written because now, obviously, we've we revealed that Corey is is you know he's he's he's, he's cracked. He's killing people now. Yeah, and him and Allison want to leave. They want to leave because of the trauma. They do. They want to leave. Allison's yeah. Allison's had enough. She goes, I, I want to get out of here. You know. Yeah. She listens to Corey. Corey says, Look, the town hates me. I want to go. I'm going to start fresh and Allison again she goes you know what you're right I don't want to be anymore Haddonfield sucks it's evil it's it's let's go and I this is what I was saying they had a really good premise mm. for a really dark 
Bonnie and Clyde type film, outlaw mm. type film. Mm -hmm. So they could have had it where Corey is vilified by the town for an accident he, he didn't mean to do. Yeah, the town hates him. He's he's mentally he's abused by his mother. He's abused by the town folk. He's picked on. He's all these things, and he meets Allison who has had some trauma in her past life, and you know they strike out that romance. And over time, they think, you know what? Let's leave this town. However, before we go, Corey thinks, you know what? Before we leave, I'm going to get some payback on the people that picked on us. I'm going to get payback on the people who picked on you at work. I'm going to get that DJ for smearing my name. I'm going to get those kids. All these things will burn the town down. I will get out of here. Mm. And I sat there thinking, this would be a really cool, dark Bonnie and Clyde type film. You know, they, they find this, you know, these two broken characters find this kind of love. Yeah. They cause havoc to the town. They kill some people. Allison, over time, is, you know what? All right. I don't care. You know what? He's into We're it. just the same. I'm into it. Let's do this. They go to leave town. The police come. Massive gunfight. Hail the bullets. You know, bullet-ridden corpses. I like End that we've had, we've had different ideas of which way the film could have gone. I like that we and haven't come know, up with the same idea. Like you've gone with that way, know, I've gone with a different way. She's Laurie flies off to Japan. She's sitting underneath rose petals with Frank going, Oh, uh, sushi? Uh, yeah. That would be a really <laughs> weird film if it ended like that. Nah. <laughs> I, that's what I thought it was. When he turns up at the end, I sat there going, Please don't, don't be. Uh, would you like to go eat sushi with me in Japan or something? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm quite glad it didn't end like that. You, you just mentioned one character which we briefly mentioned earlier on about the DJ. So the DJ yeah. is sprinkled throughout. DJ. DJ Willie or something? I can't remember I can't, his name. I can't remember his name. It's I don't think it's that important. <laughs> really? No, it's not. Oh, uh Billy uh, Willie the Kid. Willie the Kid. There That's we go. it, yes, Willie the Kid. So whenever the uh there's a mostly a shot in a car, I think it's more so Allison's car. Um the radio's on this Willie the Kid and basically talking about the events of Halloween. Mm. And yes. this comes full circle back to Willie the Kid where Allison and Corey are hanging out on the top of the radio station because I can't remember. They talk about the tower. There's a big radio tower, big massive radio mast, and Corey oh, talks about climbing yes. it. And does he talk about jumping off or falling off? I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, but either well, way, I wasn't. I wasn't really paying attention at this point. That's <laughs> that was kind fine. of switching off. That's fine. <laughs> this was probably around sense. the mark that I was actually falling asleep. I was. Okay. This film had not held my interest. Well, let's try and round this film off then. Um, so, DJ throughout the film is uh, just spring throughout the film, talking about the events of previous Halloween entries. Um, well, in this timeline, that is. And they have a date on top of the radio station. They get into a little back and forth with Willie when he finds out they're loitering. This comes back. Mm in a bad way for Willie in the end, where Willie gets absolutely brutally killed by, I believe it's Corey. It's Corey, yes. This is when Corey is going on his full I am the new Michael Rampage. Uh, no, we've missed a bit. Oh, so I know, I know, I know. I was, just, I was just referencing the DJ because you mentioned oh, him. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, I can't remember who... I'm going to try and look up who Michael actually kills because apparently it's three, but... I can't remember where who he did. Allison's colleague. Um, Allison's colleague. So, oh, so the nurse. nurse oh, okay. So, yep, the nurse. Yep, he kills her. Um, he kills. Oh, he kills the cop. So, uh, oh, of course, of course, Doug. He kills Doug. Yeah. I 
Doug, I don't he know doesn't do the killing at the scrapyard, which pretty much happens next, does he? Uh, yeah. Who? Oh, did, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, we think. Ooh, ooh, can't remember. Anyway, while you remember that, I'll go quickly go, carry on with hmm. the plot. Uh, where do we get to? So they plan. Oh, there goes the alarm again. They plan to. Uh, Alison and Corey plan to leave Hallenfield. They, ha they had enough. Hmm. Alison is trying to fix him because she can fix him. And I think it's from now on where Laurie's, like you said, she's starting to feel like you need to get away from that boy. <laughs> that boy ain't right. Yeah. You need to get away from him. And Corey starts to reiterate this phrase now throughout the rest of the film of, if I can't have her, no one can have her. That's true. He's becoming yeah. very obsessed with Alison. It, yeah, and Laurie, it doesn't actually tell me who Michael kills. So oh, that's fine. There you go. Laurie, at this point in time, she's aware that Corey is not not well. She started to think that incredibly not well. I think in her eyes, she can sense Michael about him. Yeah, and even uh, even uh, Jeremy's father has a chat with them in a random snooker bar. I can't remember how they got there again. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> this film is like a blur now yeah but even then he said that he drove past cory at some point and he you know cory looked down at him mm -hmm. and even then he said that was not the cory that i'm um, that was not the cory that babysat my kid yeah the the, the, the guy accidentally that I killed the my the kid <laughs> i accidentally killed my kid the guy at the side of the the road yeah was a different man it's like, yeah. well, yeah, of course it would be. The kid's been vilified, and you know he's he's got a shit life. Of course, he's not yeah. gonna be the same. He's not be. He's not gonna look down like, "Hi, sir. Do you remember me? I killed a child." Ha <laughs> ha. That would yeah, be a I mean, terrifying. That would be a terrifying thing to uh, to witness and or to experience, <laughs> especially talking <laughs> <Hey>. like that. <laughs> How's Jeremy? Oh, he's dead. Uh, you know, I mean that that would have been you know that's that's a different film entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Michael Myers would be like, mm, mm. Oh, that's a bit strong. It's strong. Mm. <laughs> Turn Stop it down, now. Corey. Turn it down. Can we talk about the scrapyard deaths of the four kids? I thought these were good. I, these are brutal. These are very brutal kills. Well, uh, well, one of them in particular, the the lead, the lead kid, boy. yeah, the lead. His kid, one was, yeah. oh, that yeah, one his, his one was really brutal. That one made me clench a bit. That was a bit. Oof, that was that's not quite because I, I, I've seen like when I was in college, yeah. we had to do safety videos on things like welding and lasers and things, and the videos oh, yeah. are just horrific. Oh yeah, yeah. And so when you see the, the one of the deaths. I remember just sitting there thinking, I, yep, yeah, oh, I know what that's like. Well, I don't know what that's like, thankfully. But it ugh, gives you the well, shivers. Before this, uh, Corey returns once again to the uh, sewers. And he has a little sewer. tussle with Michael. Michael oh, and he overpowers really... Michael. He overpowers mm. him and takes his mask. And basically begins mimicking it, Michael and goes on his rampage. It is also there where Corey does tell him he's nothing more than just a man as yeah. he's he's on the floor he's punching him a few times if i remember rightly and yeah, he says yeah. you are just a man and he rips yeah. the mask off michael does sit up 
at this point. He does. Uh, I I sat there going, don't you dare. Because he starts to turn his head towards the camera and you start to see his face. Yeah, his disfigured I was face. Looking at the sc- I was looking at the screen going, don't you cut. Do not show me his face. They were careful the not thing. to show a close-up of it. Yeah, thankfully. But this, um, yeah, this rampage, as we said, ends up at the scrapyard where uh, the little douchebags are looking for Corey. And how? What's the order? What's the order of kills here? So, um, it's the drummer. Drummer's first. The drummer first. dies first. He yeah. gets some. He gets a knife into his neck or something. It's in his eye. No, he gets. He gets the, the drum. The drum stick into his eye, which you don't oh, see. It's, it's off. It's off camera. While they're yeah. trying to they're trying to fuck with Corey's bike in the in the scrapyard. So he yes. gets the bad first. So he is the drummer where that dies first. Then Corey drives the big pickup truck mm-hmm. at uh I'm gonna say Sporty Girl. Uh, she's the, the one wearing the, like the Nike tracks the, the tracksuit girl. Uh yeah oh yes, yes, her. So he's not I don't mm-hmm. he's not aiming for the blonde girl. She gets in the way. Mm. So she starts to run after the other girl. Yeah. So I reckon if she hadn't done she might have been okay, but basically, so he then drives the truck into the rail that they're climbing over. Yeah, the, the, the fence, curly the girl. gate. Yeah, which... Yep, curly hair girl up. under the, the truck. Kills sporty girl off screen with the, the big pipe wrench. I guess he mashes her brain in. Yeah, it's a huge wrench. Huge um, yeah. adjustable spanner. Huge adjustable spanner. That's exactly what it is. Oh, and but at this point in time, uh, lead frat lead douche boy yeah. has actually gone to get Corey's father, who's there that night. Yeah, this annoyed he's the watching hell out TV. of me. This and annoyed the hell out of me. He, he bangs on the door. The guy goes, "Okay." He gets a couple of the guns out. He says, "Look, there's a madman trying to kill us." So he gives the, he gives this uh, he gives the teenager a massive shotgun, which then vanishes. Oh, it's a rifle. So it's, oh, a, it's a rifle. It's a rifle, which he assume he knows how to use. He assume. Oh, yes, that's right. He knows how to aim. Well, just giving America. it to him, but just gives it to him. Like, no, don't even know this kid. Yeah, that pissed me off. He had my anything. rifle, oh. and he takes the pistol. He goes outside and he sees Corey's bike. So he immediately, you could tell that he's looking at his bike, going, "It's Corey, isn't it?" He knows who it is because he sees the bike. He knows it's Corey. Yeah, and I think the kids know it's Corey as well, but they don't. They don't. He doesn't tell the father that. Mm, mm. But the stepfather, he knows who it is. Yeah. And he goes to he goes to actually help the curly haired girl. He yeah. tries to get her up mm. off the mm. under the rail, and Corey is behind him. He walked. You see him walk in the shot, and he's got the big, he's got the overall on. You see the mask. He's got the the weapon in his hand, and he the father notices him. The stepfather notices him, and then he looks back down scrapyard and sees yeah. the kid there with the rifle and he stands up because even at this point in time even though he knows that his stepson is killing these ki- these kids he still tries to protect him and he gets popped straight it's, in the forehead yeah it's all in line of sight you've got the head douchebag one end Corey one end and you've got the stepfather in the middle and it's a split second as he turns around to probably say don't Head douchebag has got an amazing Thanks. aim. Probably, he does. I want to say fifty meters away. He's a he's a long distance. Right in the middle of the head of Corey's stepfather, yep. because he's obviously aiming for Corey to begin with. Yeah, and it was a great shot though because the stepfather does fall down and Corey is gone. 
he has vanished. So he's got yes. that cool little yeah. slasher teleportation trick. Wow, he's vanished for well, he's he's probably hidden behind the van for about ten seconds because he comes back yeah. and takes yeah. out head so, douchebag, frat boy, douche boy, annoying kid, mm. runs to the front of the truck again, tries to help the girl up, notices the other girl's dead. Yep. No success. And this is where we get probably the most brutal kill of this this film. Yeah, you don't see it all, though. No, but you get to hear it, though. Well, yes, you do, yeah. And he's... Corey... Not Michael. Corey knocks him onto the floor, and he picks up the big... He's got the big welding torch from mm -hmm. earlier, mm -hmm. and he just straight in his mouth, and you just hear all of his mouth just yeah. getting melted to pieces. His you head is that, lit up like oh, a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Is you just hear the bubbling and the the liquefying of just whatever hmm. well, whatever's left in his mouth. He's roasting his head. He's literally yeah. frying the inside of his head. And it really does light up. It, it really lights <laughs> up like a lamp. It does. Uh, but but before um the young girl that is trapped under the the the, the fence, the steel fence, when her douchebag runs up to her, she's she she says you're already dead. Yeah. She's, a, she's like accepted death at that point and accepted yeah. it for everyone else. You're fucked. You've got no yeah. chance. You're absolutely fucked right now. And of course, a head douchebag, he wouldn't accept that. No. Nah, bro. Nah, 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 bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Not me. My so, parents are friends with me, bro. The rampage begins with the four kids. He then goes to kill his mother. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, neither, neither here nor there so with that. Curly, curly head girl is... He drives the truck over her head. Yeah. Oh, gets completely crushed. Pops kills up. the mother, kills the DJ, kills the DJ's receptionist, who just gets oh, introduced yeah. for about five seconds. Yeah, has no relevance. It's just, hi, how can I help you? I'm like, Does... you are aware this is the guy that looks, this is someone who looks like Michael Myers? <laughs> yes, you it don't It seems matter. like in you four years, this town, this town has an amazing ability to forget what Michael Myers looks like. Yeah. It's like, they're the one man in your entire town's history who has terrorized you for 40 years you would not forget that man even if but, you didn't live in Haddonfield it would be such big news the fact it's a mask as well it's not just a face it's a mask he's the only one in Haddonfield that probably wears that mask it's yeah, unique it's, <laughs> it's unique yeah Ugh. unlike Scream where the masks are everywhere this this mask was probably by the PD gone if we catch any of you wearing that yeah. mask you're in trouble so he's going on his rampage. We go back to Laurie's house where she fakes a suicide attempt. Yeah, that which was... I, I, I maybe she becomes so overcome with the hatred from Haddonfield, uh, her daughter being mm. so angry with her and wanting to leave because they have a little back and forth uh, prior to the rampage, I believe. Yeah, um, their their relationship is going downhill because yeah. she keeps trying to tell Alison that Corey is he's not right, even though. She introduced him, so you know, technically her fault. Again, we go back to Laurie being Rambo Strode, being so tough, being so resilient. She can go through anything. To now, yeah, give, I've given up. She's basically given up. But it was a it fake suicide. It was a fake suicide. The this this bit of this film, which is the last twenty minutes, not even that last fifty. Yeah, minutes, we're at the end. Yeah. Near the end yeah. of the film. Yeah. Um. This is the, this was the whole this was the entire scene the whole trailer was based on was these two scenes. Yep. yep. And I remember when it scene came up I went, "Oh, here's the trailer." Yeah. That. And I think it might have been when we watched the trailer for this, I think 
think it might have been you that commented this was right near the end of the because I thought it was two scenes, one at the start, one at the end. You because did they think it was like the they beginning. were wearing different um different clothes. Yeah. No, it's it's right near the end. This yeah. is basically the last few scenes of the film. This is where the Halloween film starts. Yes. <laughs> An hour and thirty minutes into the film. Yeah. So she fakes a suicide, uh the door opens like you see in the trailer, and she pop pop pop. I think mm. two she or three bullets. She's twice in the yeah. shoulder, I think. Like, and it's Corey. He falls back of the banisters down to the floor. And mm. she goes to confront him, pulls the mask off, and it's Corey. Well, no. She does a really weird thing. She shoots the wall twice. Yes. I don't know why. I, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> to use all the bullets in the, cham- in, in, in the chambers, I don't understand really why. Uh, does it apparently, say... I think apparently someone said that she did that because she's effect- she's effectively accepting that he's going to kill her, even though maybe, yeah, it was weird because a minute ago she tells him, "I'm not going to commit suicide. Mm. I'm not that stupid," and then she wastes all the bullets and effectively stands there and goes, "Right, come on then, yeah. kill me. If you want to be like Michael, this is what you have to do." Even though he's on the ground, bleeding out, bleeding. From a, a, a quite a fall and three bullets in the chest. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, she's used to bodies just coming back to life, so. Yeah. And this is where we come back to the phrase that Corey's been mentioning, if no one can have a, if I can't have a, no one can have a, and he stabs himself in the neck. Yeah. Kind of saw what was yeah. coming, though, with her pulling the knife yeah. out and Alison just appearing at that exact moment, through the door, going, what have you done? What have you done? No, I oh. didn't do it. That was... Corey was right. Knew that was coming. Knew that was coming. I'm going to leave town now. Bye, Grandma. Which Bye, then, Corey. Well, she leaves in frustration, anger, and sadness. And then, after what happens in the oh. next few minutes, she comes back. Because just before this, uh, Laurie actually calls... Had actually called the police to say there has been a suicide yeah. at her house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Sakori's so dead. Laurie's sinks down because she thinks, "Well, oh, I've just lost Alison." Well, Corey's not uh, dead. Brother. Well, he's not dead. No, he will be. Um, <laughs> she thinks he's dead. Yes, so he Al- will be. So Alison's near the outskirts of town. Laurie's crying on the floor. Yeah, and in walks Michael. He's come back for his mask. Yeah, he and was waiting. He was waiting for his cue to come in. Mm-hmm. Like, is he dead yet? Yeah. Oh, he's dead now, my turn. Yeah. So he comes back for his mask. And he alerts. So Laurie realizes he's there because he, she hears that that crunch noise of the mask getting picked up. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, he's here. And immediately it's back to Rambo Strode. It's like, oop, he's here. Right up. Let's go. Yeah. It's back to classic Halloween. We have the back and forth fighting tussle between Michael and Laurie um, in well, the kitchen. This is, well, yeah. Just before this, though, uh, Corey comes back to life. Michael goes, oh, no. Cracks his neck and then proceeds to walk off. Yes, that is where we say goodbye to Corey. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know the reason behind this, but so Frank uh, Frank calls Alison or she's listening to police radio chat. I don't know how she gets this. I think Frank calls and says, oh, Laurie's reported a suicide at her place. Does that happen? Yeah, so... Uh, I don't remember Frank that at all. Calls, yeah, it's when she's just on the outskirts and she gets a call from someone and it's it's Frank and goes, oh, 
Laurie's reported a a suicide at her place. Oh, wow. Is she in danger? And Allison go. Allison sits there and thinks, "Oh, that's weird. Why would she? She wouldn't do that." Immediately turns the car around. Yeah. And drives all the way back to her place. Okay, well that gives a bit more reasoning because I do not remember that scene whatsoever. In my yeah. memory, in my memory, I I remember it as Allison leaves after after thinking Laurie killed Corey, and then she's back she in the house about five minutes later with no reason. No, she comes back because Frank. Tell, I think Frank calls her. Okay. Says Laurie's reported a suicide. Okay. Um, oh, I'll give it that. That then triggers apparent. That then triggers Allison to sit there and go, "Oh, so she wouldn't do that unless yeah. it was being made to look like a suicide or something." Immediately, apparently, then she realizes that Corey's evil and heads back. So I don't know. So it's weird. After the struggle, Laurie is able to pin Michael to the kitchen table. Yeah, I thought this this little end fight was. It's such a it's it over so fast yeah it wasn't great it wasn't great no they have this little mini bit where michael throws around a bit tries yeah. to lop off a finger in the oh in the garbage disposal compact yeah. yeah it doesn't work and uh, now on the way home from work today yeah i was i was going through some things in my head and i had a <laughs> a 5 minute rant with myself about how easy it was yeah, for Laurie to pin Michael to this flipping table. It was when this is Michael Myers, yeah. the dude who survives everything, gets stopped by a knife that's literally the size of my phone. Yeah, in his hand. I, I, I just sat there going, "This is Michael Myers." It's like, yeah. just pick the knife up. You're you're the dude who can hold people up by their neck, up full-grown men yeah. by their necks, and you can't get off the table. Yeah, because he's pinned by one blade in one hand. He's doing like some funky like up-down yeah. pose thing. Um, the other hand that gets pinned by a big blade and she... Uh, I'm not sure if Alison's back at this point. No, Alison's not back at this point. She comes back in a minute, but no. Laurie proceeds to um, move, uh, tip the refrigerator onto him just mm. to hold him down. Laurie slits... So she takes the mask off and slits his throat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he breaks one arm free, apparently. That's what oh, it says he, here. He does. So he, yeah, yeah so his hands above his head. Yeah. He rips it down through the yeah. blade. So his fingers are fully like. Yeah, now uh, he rips another, it free. There was another horror scene where they did that. I can't remember what it was, but they get like a blade through their hand. Yes, and, I know exactly what you mean. I believe we've talked about that. Yeah, it's it like goes out and. Oh, oh I can't remember what that is now. But yeah, I know exactly no. what you mean. Completely down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember yeah, yeah. which film it is. It's really annoying. And so, yeah, Michael grabs her and just proceeds to choke. Choke her, I guess. Yeah, 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 completely. And Allison. Allison is. Allison has no purpose in this film again. No, she's not just. Really. She's not even that. She's, she comes in and she Rambo strodes. You know, she Rambo strodes herself and just grabs Michael's arm and just snaps it. Absolutely yeah. I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. And then, yeah, Laurie proceeds to slit both of Michael's wrists, and they just stand there and like, cool, watch him bleed. You, and you now get. we come to the final scene that made me laugh and go no. again. 
what the actual fuck am I watching? I, I wonder if they watched a certain YouTube channel when they came up for this ending of how the, M Michael is disposed of. Because there is a YouTube channel where a guy has, you know, the... the oh, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. The hydraulic presses, sat, yeah. Yeah, I sat there hoping that yeah. when they were writing this, they took a break and they saw this YouTube channel and went, yeah. ooh, ooh, that's a good idea. But before they get to the uh, scrapyard, they tie Michael's body to the top of the police car. And they all decided this is the way it's got to be done. This is the way it's got to be done. We've got to get rid of him. But He's not the, fact, the fact that it ended up being like a procession of all of Haddonfield's, mm. the, the group that like the police car slowly driving down the road and then the, the group got bigger and then more people started to come and then more people oh. started to follow. And it was like a pr procession following Mike um, um, to the scrapyard and then the, uh, crowd surfing him over. <laughs> not even that. Before that, we have uh, we have the FBI guy who comes back. The FBI, sh the sheriff. Oh, yeah. He just appears he for, for he, he appears two minutes. Two seconds. Yeah. And they've it's like you said, they've strapped into the car and this other police officer goes, I'm sorry, but this is not the way we do it. Yeah. And he literally turns up at the right moment standing, when they're talking about it. At the it. right moment and goes, hmm, it is today. Sheriff uh, okay. Baker, uh, Barker, sorry, that's what it's got here. Um, I couldn't fair, even remember I his think, name. I couldn't remember his name. I think most people in that town, if they had someone as bad as Michael Myers, would all have just turned around to the police officer and say, right, we'll just go back to the police station and just plug your ears because we're doing it right, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like the whole town, like the whole town would just turn around and go, we're all going to say the same thing. He just disappeared. His body just fell into the compactor. They They made it such a big deal that like, this is what Haddonfield needs. This is what Haddonfield wants. We need to mm. cleanse the horror of Haddonfield. And this is what we need to do this. by having a procession line. And then we this crowd... The trash compactor. We all... They all crowd surf him, his body, over oh, to no. the... It's... it's like, we're all, we're all part of this. We're all helping. We're all doing this as a team. Now, I... Oh, so I stupid. must admit, so dumb. I got a little... I got a little confused at this point because Laurie... Allison goes up to the trash compactor and puts her hand on the lever that starts the press. Yeah. And Laurie, she starts climbing into the trash compactor. And I'm when I was watching her do this, I was watching her going, is she is she about to commit suicide? It's like she's I standing in the... If Allison pulls that thing, she's going down too. But yeah. no, there's just a convenient little bar that she yeah. could stand on. I, I thought there's going to be some bullshit. Either she's going to commit suicide. Like, look back to Allison and go, I'm sorry. Or goodbye, and jump Just in. Thumbs up, Terminator thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll do the supernatural bullshit, and Michael will grab her in, and pull her in with him. Yeah. But no, she what just kicks him in, and he gets chewed up like mincemeat. Oh, he does. There's no coming back from that. And that's it. He's dead. Yep. We have a happy ending for Laurie in a way. Allison has leave has left Haddonfield. She's starting a new life somewhere. Laurie yep, finishes uh, her memoir. Goes on a nice, date with Frank. Nice little heart Cherry to heart with Frank. And yeah, we She kept it. the mask though. She does keep the mask. She did. Because uh, that's a yeah. nice uh, memorial, isn't it? That? Yeah, keep that. Like, Michael's dead. I'm going to keep his mask though. It's like, mm, come this, on now. This film's, this film's a mess. I, I It really was. did not enjoy this film. Um, no, I... I mean, again, I always say this. I give props to people who make films. You know, I you know, 
I give you props for making the film, but I it's, it went off the rails. Would you it, like? Go on. I just they, to be fair, they they started going off the rails with Halloween Kills. Yes. And this film, pretty much, it could have been done in about half an hour. I mean, I think when I was discussing it with my missus on the way home, we both agreed that what they could have done is they could have started the film where Corey is pushed over the bridge mm -hmm. and finds Michael, brings him out of this weird stupor, yeah, and then he goes to find Laurie. You do the end scene. Yep. You could literally have just done it in about half an hour. Well, do you want to hear my take on the film? And how... Yes, I do. So, this is what I've noted down for what I, how I would have done Halloween Ends. It's in bullet point form, so bear with me. Corey still kills Jen Jeremy. That all happens. Okay? okay. His depression still kicks in, and the okay. town having an agenda against him is still there. All right? It's all okay. still there. That's all still there. Yeah. But instead of the evil building up inside of him, you you continue the depression side of Corey and how he can't seem to live a normal life, let alone build a relationship with Allison. He's still struggling to just live a normal life. Yeah. Okay. Then kills start appearing, murders start appearing over Haddonfield, <clears throat> which gives the reason for not seeing Michael. Like, as it keeps a mystery as he's been gone for four years, though. We still haven't seen him. Who's doing these killings? Everyone okay. in Haddonfield starts to blame Corey, which makes him spiral out of control. His depression and hatred just builds. He runs away one night, hides in the sewer, only to be yep. confronted by Michael. So that's where we get to the sewer. No one believes... That Corey then escapes the sewer, and he's trying to tell everyone, Mike, I found Michael. I found him. He hasn't. He's still oh, okay. in Haddonfield. No one believes him, though, because everyone thinks he's committing these murders. They haven't got proof to, hmm. to arrest him. They think he's just... He's like a new serial killer. More killings, more murders keep happening. Corey gets arrested eventually by Allison's ex, who has an agenda against him. Oh, okay. And he arrests him on suspicion of murder and does all of it, does all bullshit to keep him mm. in jail. Allison goes to the station, do all she can to get him released. Meanwhile, Michael confronts Laurie at the house, as in the film. Fight ensues. Yeah. Okay. Michael gets the upper hand on Laurie and stabs her in the gut. She collapses okay. to the ground, sat upright against the kitchen cupboard, bleeding out. So she's not dead, she's bleeding out. As Michael goes for the final blow, Corey from behind attacks him and stabs him. Michael fumbles forward onto the table. They trap him by tipping the fridge freezer on top of him. So he's trapped similarly to the end of H2O. Uh, I don't know if you've, you haven't seen H2O. No, not yet. So at the end of H2O, no, it's not really a spoiler, but he's trapped between a car and a wall and he's... he's, he's Grabbing. I'm pretty certain I've either seen the clips from all the Halloween films. So, okay. uh, With his arms grasping out, Allison slits Michael's throat and removes the mask. Okay. They comfort Laurie on the floor as she passes away. <clears throat> okay. Flash. Now, this is, this is the bit I like. This is the bit that ties it all together. You flash. So, at, Corey is... You can still introduce him as a main character... Yeah. But you deal with his depression, and then he he sort of comes full circle at the end with being not that's not what the hero trying to trying to do all he can to to say I was right, I saw Michael, I didn't do these killings, yeah. and I've taken care of the evil. Am yeah. I forgiven? You know. We flash forward to the future where Corey and Allison have moved away, and it's a yeah. Halloween night. Suddenly, we go into a first person mode though, first person camera shot. Oh, okay. This first person perspective picks up a Halloween mask and puts it on. 
like the start of Halloween 1 and the end of Halloween 4, which you'd know the Halloween 1, not 1, not Halloween 4. This first-person perspective finds a knife. Okay. Wherever it will be. We're still in first-person perspective. Oh, no, what did I put here? The perspective... Um, oh, no, I messed up. This. Oh, sorry. This first-person perspective finds Michael's mask under some floorboards. Oh, okay. So they've ah. still got the mask under some floorboards with a knife. The mask gets put on, knife is grabbed, proceeds to walk upstairs and murders Allison in the first-person perspective. Mm. Camera oh, okay. pans around and it's Corey standing motionless with a mask on, bloody knife in hand, and we cut. Because that's what Michael did. That's what happened at the beginning of Halloween 1. As a kid, his first-person perspective, he puts the mask on, grabs the knife, kills his sister. So the evil evil comes round full circle. Evil comes full circle, back to him at the end, but we don't diver through the whole film. It's a surprise at the end. That's an interesting one. So the film is still about Laurie trying to deal with Michael, but also, is Michael alive? Is he not? We've got this new character who has gone through some trauma and is trying to deal with mm. it, but the town is still blaming him, but he's not going oh, on okay. his wicked rampage. You can still do the love interest of Allison, and then suddenly at the end, they save the day, but unfortunately, they're too late to save Laurie, who yeah. needs to go away. That, is- that was what I came up with. <laughs> That's a cool one. I like that one. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that evil goes full circle because they did, in fact asked Jason Blum because obviously Michael the Halloween is now part of Blumhouse which at the start of not anymore. the Halloween film or was it not has it gone already no, that's it they passed the rights on to a producer I believe uh, uh, yes sure just bringing me to my oh, sorry. my, my <laughs> trivia so obviously we got to see the new Blumhouse trailer because obviously it features Michael and some other bits and pieces yeah. but yes the rights have now effectively returned to Malik Akkad who is the son of the original producer on Halloween, who now owns the complete rights to Halloween, and he put a clause in which stated, Michael Myers will never be killed. So, while Michael I knew Myers it. I is knew dead it. in this timeline, they will turn around and say, cool, that's that timeline. However, Michael's not dead, because we're going to do it again. And see, this is the thing that I was thinking on my my drive home is just because you can make you another shouldn't. film you shouldn't and this is evident here yeah because so a nightmare on elm street had all the original films yeah they admittedly they started getting worse they were oh hits yeah and misses and then they did freddy versus jason a massive tank and they went right let's remake it they did a nightmare on elm street bombed hard and they went right stop don't make any more and they haven't they haven't made any more nightmare on streets in about 11 years yeah so 2010s that was it they went stop making them same with friday the 13th they got worse and worse they not what they got weirder and weirder and weirder worse and yeah. worse they did freddy versus jason massive bomb jason x huge tank and went right stop stop making the films they don't I mean, work jason x was before freddy versus jason either either what they the last mm. two they were complete which is probably the reason why Jason X is not included in any Friday Thirteenth ones because everyone admits that it's just oh it's awful, uh, and they stop yeah. making them. Apart from the remake, Texas Chains- which, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They got to a certain point, they stopped. They made a remake. It was awful. 
and they haven't they've now officially said there is no nothing else after that because they kind of like oh, okay I, we really screwed up here i disagree with the remake i think the remake is a good remake 2003 no, remake not, not the uh sorry not the remake uh the sequel the new texas chainsaw massacre oh where they like a, like like with they halloween, made that one like with yeah, halloween where they, they retcon they retcon the older films to make yes. their new timeline yes yeah yeah, yeah. and now effectively they've gone right stop because it hasn't worked child's play did the same thing they got weirder and weirder then they pulled the plug also they brought it back now in chucky which is a great tv series but again over time you've it gets to a point where you have to work you have to think right the last films we've done we we're so far away from what it was mm. should we not just stop and go right create something new just yeah. let's, let's get some new slashes in here because the old ones whilst yes they pull in a crowd. People are watching these now, going, but it's not—it's not the mm. Michael Myers or the Jason or the Freddy that we want to see. It's some weird thing that you've kind of butchered there. The thing is, it, this is our logical thinking. This is exactly what we think, and I'm sure a lot of fans think for a lot yeah. of franchises. But it all comes down to the fact it's a business, isn't it? The film is oh, yeah. the, 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 the production, the uh, production studios. It's all down to the business, and if they can make money off it, which this film is making money this film is up to 60 million in the first weekend it that yeah, means it's that means it's profitable unfortunately uh, because it's got the name behind it, it could, the film yeah. can be bad but it's got the name behind it which means people will go pay their money I'm and assuming, once the once the ticket is bought it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if I'm it's good or bad that the reason why halloween has gone on for so long is because it's probably the most it's obviously the most profitable franchise out of the horror ones because probably, all the other I ones mean, have, have I mean, been the, stopped so they obviously didn't do too well the original friday the 13th made a, 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 like over a hundred percent more than its profit it made maybe 50 times its its budget in profit but obviously Ooh, yeah. the film's got weirder and weirder or worse and worse so that when you scale uh, what it made for profit in the first film compared to the others, it kind of balances out to an okay profit, not great overall. Yeah. Whereas the Halloween, this one, like I said, first weekend, it's already made double what it cost to make yeah. it. That is in true. first weekend. It doesn't matter if the film's shit. Once the tickets bought, they get their money. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, then that's just how they're going to keep doing it. They don't care about ratings. They just want the money because it's a business. See, I, uh, whilst, I mean, I love, I love the classics, the horror classics, I love them, but, and I think it's coming from someone who loves the originals so much, every time, like, when, they, when the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, when they've done the new Halloween ones, apart from Halloween 2018, that was good, it just, it hurts me to see how they could take something that they, like, the formula that worked, it's like they, the original films, they went, like, this is the formula, it works. Just, just copy that and just, you know, do a little few mm. edits. Not go so far away from, not make a Halloween film where for the first hour, nothing happens. It's just a filler. Mm. And even with Halloween Kills, we even said at the time when we were discussing it, the film does not need to exist. It's pointless. Mm. Because all it is, it's just a setup for the last film. And it bugs me when they do this, where they go, we've got a trilogy film. Yeah. The first film is just a a little setup for the second one, which then you watch and you think, what was the point in this film? 
and you already know there's a third one, so there's no real... If they just went, oh, we're doing Halloween 2018, that's the only one we're doing. Yeah. I'd have been happy have with that on its own. I'd have been happy yeah. with that on its own because because of how it ends with Michael being trapped in Laurie's house that's been set on fire. It leaves a mystery of, is he alive or is he not? Because that's what happens yeah. at the end of the original Halloween where Dr. Loomis shoots Michael. He falls out of the house balcony. He looks, he's laying on the ground. He turns, turns back, Michael's gone. And yeah. if you left it there, that leaves the mystery of, where is he? Yeah. he's always lurking evil is always still out there and you don't exactly. great leave it we we don't need we don't need full detail origin stories and we don't need no. or we don't always need quite like happy climaxes you can leave it as no. a mystery it's fine yeah what would you rather watch this again or 2022 texas chainsaw massacre because i think i know which one i'd watch oh jesus I'd go with this. I'd go with this, yeah. I would go with that, this. That Texas Chainsaw Massacre film was so bad. Oh. Other than the other than the Beast of Bunny, that's probably the worst film we've reviewed. Yeah. Mo I'd watch Mother's uh, Day again. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day was great fun. <laughs> yeah. I'd happily watch Mother's Day again. It was yeah. lovely. Um, April Fool's Day. I'd watch that again. That was great. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, I, I'm never going to watch these films again. They were just so bad. I would. I might. Watch... I might add a. I might add a bit on IMDb about the plot hole where, or the goof where it's um, they pick on Laurie for provoking Michael, even though it's it was never her fault to begin with. I'm very intrigued by that. Only... I might watch. I'm going to go back to Halloween 18 and watch that because mm. I'm pretty certain. Um, even Laurie's like in that film, she states that. For forty years, she's been preparing for his comeback. Yeah, but she's never been. She's been. She's she's unsure if he is coming back, but she's prepared if he does. It's like you said. She's not. She's not out there going. Come no. on, Michael. I'm here. Come on. Which, to be fair, that might just be a plot point of those characters being so severely angry at her that that's their way of just shout, uh, expressing their anger at her. Like it was your fault. They can't come up with it in their minds, so they're just blaming her. They don't know who else to blame, so they're just blaming her. It was her fault. Or because she was the survivor of the first film, the, the, the incident in the first film, hmm. which means she's the only one that they can blame for Michael being back. But then in, in Halloween Kills, they only seem to remember the events because Tommy reminds them yeah, of what does. happens. He does at the bar, the, yeah. A lot of the bar patrons are sitting there going, what on earth is Why would about? you want to like, bring that up? Why would you want to bring that up? Like we spent four years, we forgot about it, and thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, yeah, great. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, this was a film. Yeah, yeah. It was a film that should have been about half an hour, tagged on the end of Halloween Kill, or merged into the end of Halloween 2018. Um, And the Corey Allison thing could have been a great Bonnie and Clyde type film. Yeah. Either way, it could have been done better. Their their relationship. Yeah. Yes. Easily. Um. But for this month, when this isn't the last Halloween film we're going to be doing this month. No, we've got we've got a couple more. We have to. Unfortunately, our films got a bit skewed because Pearl isn't being released internationally, so we've got a bit of a problem with that. How will happen and in time? Terrifier two 
is no longer being shown in the UK. We nope. now have to buy it on DVD, which again, it's a bit weird. But so that will come soon. It, unfortunately, it's not released for another eight, 11 days. So as time of recording, so that will come in time. We could end the month. I think we've discussed we're which we we're both going to watch the new Hellraiser. Yes. Oh. So we end the we end the month of October with brand new Hellraiser 2022, and yes. we finish the spooky month with the classic Halloween Resurrection. Yes, it's going to be great fun because I that's must, the point. I... It will be fun. Yeah. Rather than this wasn't fun. We we will do Halloween. Don't worry, we we are going to do the original because, but it's one that we we have we will have to go back and watch again because it is it was so iconic. Can't blow your load I will, just instantly like that. I know. I will say though, I did see it was a TikTok video of all the new Cenobites in the new Hellraiser film, and I must admit, I did sit there watching this video going, "There's quite a lot in this." Well, there's only three in the first, and I was like, "Ooh, there's a lot in this film." Are they interesting? Not? They're not Interesting. padding it out to. There's. I must have counted at least six. Oh, okay, so cool. There's a. There's a. I mean, they look. They look cool. They but do. There's quite. There's quite a lot of them. So I don't. Okay, I'm hoping okay. they haven't. They haven't chunked too much in this film. But we'll see. Apparently, it's good. So. Hmm. So we'll do that next, shall we? Yes, we will. I'm going to go watch it. Fantastic. I am stoked to watch that. It will cleanse the the cleanse the palate of Halloween ends. We always have to, every time we watch a Halloween film or a Texas film, we, we have to cleanse well, the, the palate. The I will say this the only requel sequel that I have seen this year that has actually worked was Scream 5. That is the only one that has worked. And I think we both agreed that when we saw Scream 5, we were pleasantly surprised about how good it was. I will add to that as well. I will completely agree with you with Scream 5. I will mm. say as well, this has been a good year for horror. And there's still a few yes. that have come out this year that we haven't even watched personally. Like, uh, I've watched Men, but you haven't seen Men. No. Nope. Uh, Black Phone. Black that Phone. Really good. Need to watch. Barbarian comes out at the end of the month, which is meant to be fantastic. Mm. Smile, uh, Smile is meant to be incredible. Yeah. So this has been a great year, but I would also add to Screen 5 Prey. Oh, yeah. Prey was good. I wouldn't class it as full on horror, but Prey's yeah. fantastic. It's it's like it's like the Terminator. It's Terminator's weird sci fi yeah. horror esque. And even with Predator, it was like a bit of sci fi. Bit of horror, space horror, you know things like that. Mm. And we could it was still fantastic. We could be continuously eating well if Hellraiser turns out good. So yeah, it's been good for year yeah. so far for horror. My minus a few run of, a runs few of the misses. litters like this yeah. and Texas Chainsaw, but whatever. They're done. They're done now. We're not going back to them. We never have to talk about it again. Right, let's get out of here. So, thank you guys for watching. This was our Halloween Ends podcast episode. And it has ended. Let us know. It has ended. It Do has let us ended. know what you thought. Let us know if you liked it or not. If you liked it, like we said, that's all good. But let you know what you thought. Leave us a comment. Yes, do leave a comment. And just to reiterate again, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Audible, Podbean, YouTube. Instagram. And- Instagram and TikTok. and TikTok at the underscore dreadcast on Instagram and TikTok is the dreadcast on TikTok. And then our um, social media is right here uh, below uh, us. Uh, although, if you're listening on audio, it's at Tomzilla and at tainted underscore souls. Yep. I believe that's it. So, that is it. Until next time, where we have such sights to show you. 
Mm, I'll have a beard back by then. But until then, stay spooky.